What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. In the cloud, your data has the power to do the extraordinary. But first, you have to integrate, trust, govern, and manage all of it so you can act on it. Informatica gives you our intelligent data management cloud, the only platform dedicated to managing data of any type, pattern, complexity, or workload across any location. You'll always know your data is accurate, your insights are actionable, and your possibilities are limitless. Informatica, cloud first, data always. Learn more at informatica.com slash radio. Folks, normally we would say Konnichiwa or Minasan Konnichiwa here, but unfortunately we have uh, got an email from John Laurinaitis from the WWE telling us that we had been released due to budget cuts, even though they made two hundred and fifty million dollars in the quarter, and uh, they didn't wish us good luck or anything. Nope, no, no, no good luck in your future endeavors. Yep, yep, you know. Yep, it's like thanks for nothing. Thanks for these. Well, I'm just kidding. Konnichiwa, people. Jordan, Jordan, Deska, Minasan, Konnichiwa. Anyway, welcome to Tata Keiki. I am Matt, your host. No, we're not going anywhere. You can't cancel us. You can't tell us to shut the fuck up. I'm Matt, your host, and joining me today is the Kohai. Ethan, what's up, buddy? What up? What up? So, for those who don't know what the fuck we were just leading into with that, WWE, as of this recording, released 18 wrestlers, future endeavored 18 more people via email, and sent them off to greener pastures, because we all know life outside of WWE for 90% of wrestlers is more than likely going to be greener in today's day and age. Yeah, that uh, we do wish everyone luck. It's not always it's not always easy to have people lose a job. Nope. And uh, that's why we're not happy in that regard. But a lot of those guys, they're, they'll definitely get jobs. Someone just have to wait that X amount of time. So in the meantime, we we're not ain't, here. We're we not here. ain't going. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped. Because we're bad boys for life. Hey. hey. Anyway, we got a fun show. Uh, we got stuff to talk about. Oh, uh, we will we will try to keep it brief for the people. It won't happen. Uh, like I said, keyword try. <laughs> Twenty three anime not equals brief, dude. We will see. Anyway, uh, we will get to that in a bit. Uh, we'll do a couple of news before we get to our reviews. Mm. Uh, not a lot, but there's still some worth talking about. Uh, mm. did we talk about the fruit basket prelude or no? E, no. We did that. Oh, anyway, uh. 
For those of you that was uh, confirmed uh, after the Bruce Basket series, which I have finished, by the way. Oh, you give us your thoughts. Give us your thoughts, Matthew. I is fanta- it is fantastic. It's one of my favorite all-time series up until... Uh, so I saw Violet Evergarden, and for me, because I've only been in the game for three years, Violet Evergarden was, like, the ultimate, like, conclusion to an anime. And then they had Fruits Basket. And Fruits Basket surpassed that in my opinion it is the best conclusion to an anime most complete i should say let me phrase that not maybe not the best but definitely the most complete conclusion to an anime that i've ever seen ever oh yeah uh well i still didn't see the movie yet uh wait because i was busy catching up but no this was a very satisfying conclusion uh all the characters are wonderful Mm. how everything came to play with uh kyo and toru Mm. Uh, again, that's how Kyo just opened up about the whole thing with with, the, with her mother. Mm. I was like, God damn. Yeah, dude, it was so raw. Like, I broke, like, I remember watching Clan Ad and just for like fucking 17 episodes, I think, 9 to 23. What is that? Uh, 14. That's 14 episodes. For 14 straight episodes, bro, just fucking hysterically crying. And I didn't get that quite like to that level with fruits baskets but every episode every episode without fail bro i, I shed tears because it was just so right. fucking impactful at least to, to me you know like i just i love things that i love anime that that, that give emotion and god damn sure. it gave emotion I, we weren't doing this at, at the time right we weren't doing spring we weren't doing uh we spring. were we were during the halfway points or like the last quarter and you didn't review fruits baskets till the finale Oh yes, that's right. Audience. Yeah, that's right. And then I gave that like ten minutes. So, of, uh, so uh, maybe, so maybe we'll do a Kiki Shop episode on Fruits Basket. I mean, it's a tough audience considering who our audience is, but yeah. We'll, well, I was saying we'll find someone who loves it. If not, then we'll just talk about it. All right. Though. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about more in depth with the three seasons. The three. <laughs> give, seasons. It a, give it a proper episode. Indeed, so indeed. Uh, but uh, anywho, uh, they did confirm a prequel. Uh, the movie's actually coming out. Uh, February 2022 for uh, in Japan, not us though. Sorry, I'm trying to put my fan on. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a prelude co- uh, compilation movie. Oh, I didn't realize. That. I thought it was like a mini series. No, 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 no. Because I know it has to do with uh with uh Toru's mom and mother and father. It is interesting. Yeah, it's it still is. So maybe we get to see them have sex. I don't think it's gonna be. Like, I don't think it'll be like that. <laughs> Probably uh, like their final days together. It will. Well, I mean, like that. yeah. I don't know if that's sad, but all right. Anywho, we do have some announcements that, that got confirmed for uh, animes, adaptations, originals, more movies. Uh, Sword Art Online Progressive gets another movie mm. next year. The first one didn't even air yet, and they already got confirmed for a second one. Well, it did air. It aired in Japan. It did already? Yes, it did air in Japan on uh, Halloween. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, that, we're going to get it on Christmas, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we'll get it, yeah, we, we get yeah, we get uh, Sword Art Online in America, I believe, on Christmas Eve. Meanwhile, Japan gets the Jujutsu Kaisen movie on Christmas, and then we won't get the Jujutsu, the Jujutsu Kaisen movie probably until, like, the first quarter of 2022, I'd imagine. Hopefully. Right, right, right. Uh, but, anywho, uh, yeah, not even a week, not even a weekend, they already got announced for a second movie. Uh, we don't know what it's going to be about yet. I guess it's more of the progressive story. It is, yes. It's um supposedly it has to do with one of like the best chapters in the whole progressive series, which is the fifth floor. Um, the fifth floor, if I'm not mistaken, in the original Sword Online was like mentioned as like this like super like deathly like floor. And it I if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was either Kirito or Asuna might have died on or almost died rather 
on the fifth floor or they it's either that or they lost if i'm not mistaken they lost a bunch of like teammates maybe not uh kirito but asana might have lost a bunch of teammates on the fifth floor so it's supposed to be like a super duper like serious right. like uh floor right right but uh yeah, uh, we'll definitely be looking forward to that. Uh, we don't know when in 2022, but it looks like it'll probably be fairly soon. Mm. All right, now, now we're going to get to the TV anime adaptations. Uh, the manga Spy Family got an mm-hmm. adaptation for 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it's been getting a lot of buzz lately in terms mm-hmm. of manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know a date yet. Uh, Wit Studio is making it. Mm. Uh, the same people that made Vivi, Osama mm-hmm. Rankin. Uh, so they're on a roll right all right now. So I already know it's gonna be mm. it's gonna be a fun time. Mm. Alright. Uh next one, another popular manga, Tomodachi Gang. It's uh spring. It's gonna be released in spring twenty twenty two. I haven't read this manga, so I don't know how good it is, but I know what's it about. People, what's it about? Okay. I got the synopsis. Please read it, sir. Yuichi Katagiri has battle has battled financial hardships his whole life, but has learned to stay content and positive thanks to his close circle of friends. Mm. To keep a promise he made to them, Yuichi saves up enough money to join them on the school trip, but then to gather money mysteriously goes missing. Uh, suspicion falls into two of his friends, Shio and Makoto, who are in charge of collecting the payments. Although innocent, Shio and Makoto take responsibility for the failure to protect the money when no one else comes forward. I'm a few days kidding. later, Yuichi and his friends receive mysterious letters which trick each other into meeting up. Upon arrival, they were ambushed and knocked unconscious. They wake up in a mysterious room in the presence of Manabu-kun, a character from a controversial children's show that stopped Aaron due to malicious content. So this is like uh, a lesser version of Saw. I don't know. I'm gonna keep going. He informs, like... Yeah, uh, he informs the group that one of them indirectly gathered them together in order to settle a large debt. Uh, they are to play a friendship game of series of games that will test the strength of their bond and trust in each other. As the group's fate waver, wavers due to the growing numbers of secrets and betrayals, Uchi must figure out who of his friends can actually, he can actually trust and ultimately discover the identity of the traitor. All right. So it's a mystery slash non-murderous saw slash slice of life slash. Yeah. Uh, the manga has been out since 2013. They had two live-action movies in 2017. Slash drama slash mystery. So it's a bunch of it covers. The it, it, it's a game it. psychological shonen. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, well, I'll, I'll probably give it a watch and see. It actually does sound interesting. That sounds like Angel. Um, that sounds like something Angel would dream of. Like he'd love. Oh something. yeah. Oh, he probably would. I'll tell. I'm pretty sure I'll tell him about it. Also. All right. Moving on to the next one. Uh, on air, Dekinai gets a TV anime for one winter 2022. Uh, looks weird. <laughs> Just looking at the poster. Uh, well, the translation. We can't go on the air. We're gonna. We're gonna skip. <laughs> cool. And then Multimedia Project uh, Technoroid announces an anime adaptation. It looks like it's made by a game developer, Cyber Agents, and FX Pictures. Uh, there's no synopsis. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but I know it has a 2022 release. Moving on. All right, moving on. Yep. No, not enough info. We can't, we can't talk about it any longer. Uh, one more piece of news. Uh, Way of the House Husband is going to get a live action movie now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometime later on in 2022, 
Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm curious to see how they're going to do it. And of course, uh, the same actor who plays as him in the anime and live action will be playing him again in the movie. And I cannot wait. Uh, I don't know when we'll get it, but I'm just overall excited. Have you seen the live action on Netflix? I need to, like, it's on my list. Yeah, it's on there. Once you go to the, uh, what you call it? Once you go to the actual, uh, for the actual show, is a side thing for the, uh... No, like, I, I know, I know, I have, I haven't seen it. I'm asking you if you've seen it. Oh, no, I haven't seen it yet. Uh-huh. I would like to, though. Hmm. I, I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be time for it. Perhaps. Uh, I believe, and that will be it for the news. And now we're going to talk about that first review: My Hero Academia, World's World Heroes Mission, uh, the third My Hero Academia movie. Another one that is not canon. I hate it. I hate that. Yeah, that 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 that's what makes it a little worse. Like it could have been. Yeah, dude. Like I don't know, man. Eh. So first off, before we get into it, okay, let's do this. Give your rating and then give your thoughts on the movie. We're not going to, re- like, I don't want to go into, like, a deep review of it, you know? I mean, basically, the movie, for those who don't know about the movie, the movie's set um, in different locations around the world, hence World's Heroes movie. Yep. Um, Deku, and half of them, you don't give a shit about. You don't give a shit. I mean, at this point, the 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 story, rather, focuses on Endeavor's team, which consists of Deku, Bakugo, uh Todoroki and a bunch of other you know of the of the main uh what's it called main um heroes from from the move from the from the show itself and so um the synopsis basically is while they are let me phrase that they are trying to break up a like terrorist group basically called a humorize um that basically use trigger bombs they're setting off trigger bombs and for those who don't remember or, or don't know what trigger is trigger is that um quirk booster that basically um gives you like an adrenaline boost and it boosts your quirk up to like inhumane heights but then you come down and it's like you know it's like a drug it's like uh I don't know. What's a drug that you like go to like crazy heights and then you just come down? Coke, maybe? I don't know. Um, I guess. I've never done coke. I guess that. I guess that would have to be. It would have to be coke, right? I've never done coke. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, that's what happened. So, but it, the trigger bomb is like an overload of this drug. So basically, they're overdosing anybody that has quirks. And the thing with humorize is humorize. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Um, they're mostly all quirkless people and they want to return the world to being quirkless. Um, and so they're killing anybody with quirks. Of course, their leader, surprise, surprise, has a quirk, but 
Um, I won't get into what it is or whatever the case is. But basically, uh, Deku, while trying to do hero work um, on the side of his mission, gets caught up in some shit, and he's blamed for the murder of 12 people when he didn't murder anybody. So he's he becomes uh, a, a fugitive and goes on the run with another uh, like petty criminal. Yeah, um, Roddy. Rod named Roddy, and basically the story is how him and Roddy, um, along with uh, to a lesser extent Bakugo and, and uh, Todoroki, take down the syndicate known as Human Rise. Um, I gave it four stars out of five. Ah, uh, I gave it a seven out of ten. It's like a three and a half for you, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if we're going like after like out of five, it'd be a three, it would be a three and a half. Yeah, I would give it like a three point seven five if I could. I can't do halves though. I feel like it's better than a three and a half, but well, I, if we if we're I, doing I, that, then it would just be a three. I just I I can't see it as a three. Like I don't know. It's better to me. All right, so to me, the movie was better than the first movie, but not better than the second movie. No, it's still yeah. The second one is still the best movie. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And you know, best is subjective. There are a lot of people that will shit on these movies. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's fucking Deku Spider Man. For a yeah. large, for a oh, large yeah. stretch of the movie, I'll give you that spoiler. He becomes fucking Spider-Man. Oh yeah, with his uh, that black whip. Yeah, Kudo whip. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it was a good movie. I was thoroughly enjoyed. Um. Animation is always great. The story is, eh. You know, it's my hero story. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, one of my my coworker watched it and he mentioned he's like, you know, it would have been great. It would have been a great like standalone like like uh, OVA, OVA. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. That could have been done as like a maybe a two or three part OVA. Like, you know how they did like the the training like little thing, the training OVA. They they could have right, right. like maybe done like a three part thirty minute OVA, call it a day, and and that's that. But I don't know. I didn't mind it as a movie. Yeah. Uh, um, also, the villains. I mean, all the you know movie villains aren't that great, you know, by reality. I know, but it put some fucking effort. Yeah, I know. It's not. They're not like fleshed out. They're not uh, a, a Shigaraki or anything like that. So, um, I mean, no. But like I said, it's it, it's. I'm entertained. Like I said, the animation is great. The action is great. Um, the fucking music is, you know, it's straight and it does that. Right. It's you know normal. Nothing bad about it at all. Um, flows with everything really well. Uh, the story is just whatever, and um. That's really about it. Like I said, we don't want to really spoil it. It's still out there. Um, another piece of news in regards to the movie, it's it was the uh believe it is the came in number f- actually no, well, it was number one in Japan. It was number right. four in the United States, number five in Canada, and it didn't even rank in Australia or New Zealand, I think, from what I heard. But it was a number th- uh, four ranked movie of the weekend coming in. And it made like three and a half million or something like that. I have a funny story unrelated to the movie, but related to the movie. So I bought my tickets through Fandango, right? And um, it was supposed to be a whole group, like a whole big group of us, seven people. So we get to the movie theater and I'm like, oh, where's this? Uh, it was supposed to be two couples and then my two buddies and I. So, right. So two right. couples and then three homies. And I was like, what happened to the other couple? They're like, oh, they just broke up yesterday. They're not coming. And I was like, oh, shit, that sucks. So I was like, hey, let me get their, Let me get my money back for them. Right. So I go and they can't you can't return like two tickets. You have to return all or nothing. So I returned them all and I went to go buy them again. Couldn't buy them. 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 Like I tried up until like it was movie time to try and buy them. Couldn't buy them. But the code and the QR code never got deleted from my phone. So when I went 
into the the line, it, like it was a, a guy scanning the QR code. He scanned the QR code and it let two of us in, right? And it was done. It was right. under- some random person's Yahoo email. They had bought two of the tickets in that row. And I was like, that's weird. What the fuck? So I told him, I was like, dude, yeah, there's like five of us. And I showed him the tickets. There were like legit five of us on my screen. He's like, oh, it's a lot of tickets. And I was like, yeah. And I looked at his name tag and it said training, which was super clutch. And I was, he's, I was like, I don't know, dude. Like it says it right there. He's like, well, just go over to the concession stand and they'll help you out. We start walking to the concession stand. It's a long ass line because people want popcorn and drinks. And we're like, yeah, fuck that. So my buddy's like, let's just go to the movie. I was like, all right. So I was sweating bullets for a little bit, but uh, we basically watched the movie for free and I got my money back. <laughs> so thanks, Fandango, for fucking it up. Very good. Good job, Fandango. Uh, but yeah, we're not going to go too much support. That's going to say the action's great. Uh, that's to be expected. Again, the the villains suck like normal anime movie, shonen movies. Uh, so you're gonna forget about them once you walk out of the theaters. Yeah, I wouldn't say forget, but I don't know. You get the you get the the manga by the way. It counts as a manga on uh, my anime. Yeah, movie. they fucking put the spoiler in there of uh, the guy's quirk. Uh oh, you read it before the movie? Yeah, well we had time to kill. I looked oh, at it. Oh, I, and then it happened on screen. It's like like you motherfuckers. <laughs> Well, I mean, it says, and bro, it fucking says in the thing, like, oh, don't look at this until the end of the movie, because it's well, not. Well, it well, say I, that. well, I ignore that part. That's not on them, man. That's on you, because you're stupid. Yeah. Well, that, that, it's it's still fucking baka. Well, this movie is still fucking baka. What the fuck is with that Egyptian guy? Salam. Matt Coon is a baka. <laughs> he said nothing. He's like, ah, he's right. Fuck. That was like this. This fucking guy. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Besides, despite that, the movie's still meh. It was all right. Uh, I'm not gonna shit on the movie. I don't ever shit on the my hero movies. Like they're not. I, I'm, be- I'm not gonna shit on it. It's, it's just okay. It's meh. Shits on it. Yeah, we're bleh. <laughs> that doesn't help. That doesn't make. I it. scoff at you. <laughs> it's not, bro. This doesn't make it any better. So, did you feel like you wasted your fifteen bucks or however much a movie? Oh, oh no, I did not. I did not waste my fifteen dollars. Okay. I mean, I watched it for free, so I can't shit on it at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You cannot. <laughs> Oh man! But moving on because we can't go into spoiler territory for this one. No. Uh, let's get to the stuff we are watching separate. Uh, since I am watching the most, I have the liberty of going first now. Yeah. Yippee! Yippee! <laughs> Yippee fucking Kaye. Try and keep it short, Matthew. We're on a timeline. I know we are. <laughs> and go. I, I just gotta figure out which point to go to first. Hold up. The shittiest one and go on. I mean, we already know you're no, probably... No, none of them are actually bad. You're going to probably... Well, I mean, one of your favorites you're just going to go with, I think, at this point, is going to be freaking um, Ranking of Kings. So I guess you could save that for last. No, I, I, no, 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 I'm not going to. No, you're not going to. Okay. Well, no, you I'm like- not going to. But anyway, Visual Prison. I'm going to start with that, as usual. Uh, another good shit. Good shit in this one. We are Eve. You get to hear their song. Mm. I'm saying their song because don't know their pronouns. They, they, they call them the mother. Uh, sounds like a guy. I, I think it's just, uh, what's that, what's that, what's that one? Androgynous? Androgynous? Androgynous, yes. Androgynous vampires, that's all they are. So they're gold dust vampires, got it. Yes, and they're fucking hot. <laughs> that's hog. That's hog. Oh my god, they're fucking hot. <laughs> that's, what you're gonna, that's what you're gonna hear before they fucking bite you. <laughs> you know what, I kind of hope they do. You'll never forget the name. Of- but no, um. What's one of the names? Uh, Eve is one. You'll never forget the name of. And then Robin, 
Angie, the the main villain, but uh, Eve, you find, but they find out Eve is basically also a bounty hunter that's been hunting vampires. Uh, they've been hunting them before being a vampire, and they had this all this amazing song that that's a, that because also the songs in these are describe their emotion. That's how they formally like basically express themselves. So that's mm. how you know it's coming from the, from the heart, and it's like, legit. And that's why uh, uh, Julia is a. The the old singer, that's why he doesn't sing anymore, because he apparently cannot emote. But I feel like he's going to and then join Angie's band next episode to get that inspiration again. Because after this episode, Eve uh, joined Angie Robbins' uh, Oz band. He's like, oh yeah, you sing amazingly, and you're not a monster. Because uh, Eve thought they were a monster, because he, he found out he was, he was also killing innocent vampires. And it's just, damn! <laughs> mm. Like, you just... Randomly killing vampires, even though a lot of them were, they just wanted to live. They just wanted to live peacefully. Mm. It didn't realize that until becoming one. Mm. So, have a good show. Again, I just love the music. I just love the music mostly out of everything else. And the animation's not, yeah, animation's nice. So, it's, it's still winning me over. It's still better than uh, Nighthead. Mm. Fuck those people. <laughs> uh, Night Beyond the Tricorder Window. Another one, another anime that's picking up and. I called it. Uh, Mikado's father is the main villain. They mm. actually talk about that. Uh, they they show it was based. It was mostly a flashback of the mother and the father. Like you saw them together, and uh, the father was someone who saw evil spirits. Mm-hmm. And uh, but after being with the mother, he hasn't been seeing them. So that's why he's like, okay, I, I, he like he felt like he could live a happy, normal life until the sun came. And now he can also see these ghosts. And the, the father is like, she's not strong enough with the both of us here. So basically one of us has to leave. So he's the one that walked out. This town ain't big enough for the both of us, pal. Like, well, uh, well, take care of your mother. I can't deal with this shit anymore. Bye. <laughs> so he, so because of this, the the Mikado's like crying because the father left and, and the mother, uh, she's upset, but it's like, no, screw it. Like, I, I will take care of it and all, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And Mikado was actually talking to Erica uh, while the flat, like as a, as I was a secondary thing, like Mikado was just talking to Erica, helping her with her homework. Like, it's like randomly talking, mm-hmm. and she talked about her fear of the father, but he doesn't know it's the father mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely intriguing. Uh, again, I, I did wish it was a little darker from the posters and stuff like that, but I am taking it for what it is. So mm-hmm. I I am happy with that. Osama Rankin. Oh, mm-hmm. Osama Rankin now. I just re- I just watched the Every recent- time you say Osama ranking, I keep thinking he Osama bin Laden. That's what I hear. Uh, ranking of kings. I'll, I'll go with the English. Okay. Uh, I, I watched the latest episode before we went on the air, and both of them were fantastic. Mm. Uh, Boji's father died, and uh, they said as his last will, uh, Boji is the king. But the mother said, fuck that. Can he really, really trust him as a king? So we're going to go with the brother. Oh, so his mom's a piece of shit. That's fucked up. I, I, no, uh, I, let me. I'm gonna get to that actually. Mm. As I actually did, but uh, now Dida is the king. So, Boji, so, so yeah, the younger brother. Younger brother. But the, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? He's like five. So what the? How much younger is his brother? Uh, no, he's he's not like a. I don't know his exact age, but he is still the first son, and he yeah, is he's older. Like a, yeah. He's like a fucking child. I know. <laughs> he, he he's just built different. Okay. Yeah, he's just, he's just uh, anyway, uh, Kage, the shadow figure, he got chased out of town by uh, one of the one of the guards, uh, Bibin. And Bibin told Boji, hey, Kage left and you'll never see him again. So basically, he lost his kingdom, not even a day. 
Mm. And then that happens. Like, he, he lost his only friend, basically. Mm. But uh, Boji didn't believe him. He talked to the snake, the like the big snake. That's what, because uh, Bibin controls the little snake. So how does he talk to a snake? Because he can't. He no, can't no. Yeah, but he under, like, he, like, he, he can read lips. Just, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Boji, Boji can read lips, and he knows sign language, and uh, the snake knows sign language. The snake, is the snake sighing, sign languaging? Like he knows it, but when he talks, Boji can read his lips, so he knows what they're saying. That's all I... <laughs> like, like they, they talk normally. They talk like normal people. That's so odd. Okay. But uh, but yeah, so basically, it's like, oh yeah, no. Um, basically, Beepin just chased him out. It's not like he didn't want to see him. Uh, you'll, you'll definitely see him soon, but I can't talk. And so Daida, his first order as king is to kill anyone that supported Boji because uh, they had a vote. Like before the thing, like the mother had put it to a vote. Mm-hmm. So Bibin told like to kill the people that did not vote for me. And Bibin went to Appius, the spear guy, and mm. Appius just killed them easily. Mm. So, so oh, yeah, you're here to kill me, right? Yeah, let me guess the king. Yep. Well, okay. So the guy failed his mission. <laughs> he gets one task and he fails. You had one job, goddammit. He did. And then you actually find out from the mother she actually does care about Boji. Like uh, you saw a flashback of when she's the second wife of the of the king. She usually tries to get along with him, and they actually this is more she's concerned for his safety because again the people make fun of Boji, mm-hmm. and they don't want she doesn't want that when he's the ruler. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't want to put him through for all that. Uh, and then Boji is like telling his mom that he wants to go. He wants to go venture on his own base. Mm. And for a while she said no, and then eventually she said yes, but you have to be accompanied by Domus and Hokuro. That usually happens. And then that happens, and then she gets this feeling that she's never going to see him again. We'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, last episode, Domus is a fucking traitor and pushed Boji off a cliff at the end of the episode. Jesus. And he's and he was legit sad about it at the same time, because you get flashbacks of how he was taking care of him. Boji's a good learner. He's like a, he was like a proud father, like. And then when he pushed him off into the fire, the fire went up. He started laughing. Then eventually started crying, <laughs> and he's like, "Forgive me." And then we, I, what the fuck happened? <laughs> uh, I, I will talk about more, but we're on a tight schedule. We're on a tight schedule. Mm. So maybe I'll talk about it more later. Uh, Hike story. Uh, another one. Let's talk about the emperor is dead. Uh, Kiyomori, the leader of the Heike Empire actually died mm. uh he had a fever he, was he died legit. of a fever yeah uh, they had no they had no they didn't have medicine back then that's how mm. so if you were sick you're pretty much fucked okay yeah, and uh like he was like legit burning up and all this like smoke coming from his body like stuff was like burning mm-hmm. and then he eventually started to pass over and then word got around and these other fates are like oh we could actually we could take over we can get we can get rid of them finally and during all this uh biwa got kicked out of the house. So like, like we don't want you here anymore. Like uh, the person taking care of you de- is dead. The emperor is dead. What good are you type of thing? Like mm. you're nothing but trouble. So they kick her out. So and then she actually does start venturing on her own and her goal right now is to find her mother because she's the only one that did not die. Her father got killed by not the mother. So right now her goal is trying to find them while the Hika Empire is literally falling apart. Mm. They lost seventy thousand men in the last war, because it got tricked into, fall, into like falling off a cliff. So 70,000 idiots fell off a cliff. Yeah, they were being chased around. They got quartered. They got to the point that it was so dark out, they all fell off the cliff. So, but yeah, the Empire is going to be over in the next couple of episodes. And now one of the younger brothers is 
in charge and he's fucking up. That's all I can say in that regard that he is just in fact fucking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, next episode, Loop in the Third, Part Six. Um, this one was just an okay episode. Uh, this was more fit. This one was more filler than anything since there wasn't anything about uh, the Sherlock Holmes story. Ed shied away from that for right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, if you're familiar with Lupin the Third, uh, there stuff those types of stories do happen from time to time. I just thought this one was a little too early for it. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of wanted another episode to evolve in the Sherlock thing. I could not finish it, but a little more build up to it. But I guess it's probably gonna be a short thing, so they're probably taking their time with it. Uh, again, not the best episode. The the whole season is gonna be twenty four episodes, so they got plenty of time. Uh, again, you can't win them all, but uh, I still lo- I'm still loving the series as a whole. So I really cannot I can't be mad at it, as I said. Mm. Mm. Uh, I, I I got one more. Sorry. I mean, we're doing I'm, a lot better than last week, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going for the list. <laughs> So I was like, oh, man, I, I should I should have had this in a but a uh, blue period, not a red one, a blue one. What? Not a red period, a blue one. No, uh, no, the the good kind. You should definitely but, get uh, checked out though. Regardless, yeah, regardless. So, uh, another banger of an episode. Uh, Tor meets uh Maki in the in the art class. Uh, apparently Maki is someone that's considered in the top of the class, mm. and uh, they and they actually their class has an art contest and. Mm. Um, Yotora placed in the middle of that mm. exam, mm. and uh, Maki was first place, and she got upset because first place is usually bad luck for artists. Mm. But uh, Yotosuke, the guy that was brushing off Yotora, he ranked beneath Yotora, so mm. he was pissed. <laughs> so he, he said, like, the class is a joke, we're not really learning anything, this just... He basically said it was basic shit, mm-hmm. and that uh, he was gonna drop out of school to just do things on his own. Mm. find out he never showed up in class again uh but you call it uh but uh yotora uh goes to the teacher for uh advice more on feedback on his arts like what's his like because he knows that he knows he's still struggling like because well, he's 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 new to this. he's like what six seven months in right at this point mm-hmm. so he's still learning concepts and all this and that's the that's actually the techniques he uses for this contest to rank in the middle so he's like learning, like okay, like you need to, like the sh- whatever your shape is in the middle, that's how you go about it. like the circle or the square, that type of thing, like a box. Mm-hmm. As you go with that and you follow that through for the whole piece, instead of just having all having different shapes all over the place, mm-hmm. so then you don't know what's going on. You're like you're throwing them off. Uh, anyway, uh, they go to uh, the whole class goes to a festival. He's there with his old friends, uh, the ones he kind of dished to go to the art school. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, but they, they know he's a, it's a different subject. They support him. They they actually get they actually get his pictures when they're not real artists themse- themselves. Mm-hmm. So I so I think that's interesting. Mm. So like they, they they actually went through that in the first episode. Like they were talking about his art, and like they actually got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's impressive. But uh, Yotora uh, eventually meets Yurasuke again and uh, his mother, and then uh, he walked him around the, the school, and then Yurasuke pulls. Yotora to the side, he says, I don't like you. Uh, I like I don't like that you could just... I, I hate that you just walked in here thinking you could do this whenever, because you could do literally anything else, but the fact you just walked in here thinking you could do art, like, it's an easy task. Like, he mm-hmm. was mocking Yotora for just basically coming in, and apparently he's good. Mm-hmm. And that legit upset Yotora. Like, he was, like, legit upset. He was trying to show... And the friends were like, oh, did he say something to fuck you up? Because, like, we'll kick his ass if you need us to. And he's like, he's fine, though, that... And that made it, and he used that anger and emotion to like just draw this next beautiful piece. And it was probably one of his best pieces. Even mm-hmm. uh, the teacher was like so impressed with it. <laughs> mm. 
but uh it, it it's so good I, I if if you're an artist if you've been to art school or had that major if you whether you do it now or not it's something that's something that's definitely worth checking out mm-hmm. i think it's just beautiful in that regard because actually shows the struggles of an artist mm-hmm. especially something that's selective and i love this op this op is so fucking I think it's beautiful. The song's mm-hmm. nice. I gotta listen to it because I mean I know you don't watch Banished Hero. Do you watch Banished Hero? I do not know. Yeah, you're not watching Banished Hero, but I love the Banished Hero OP. It's like very like it's very smooth jazz like, and I like yeah. it. So um I don't know. I'll check it out. I'll check out Blue Periods if you check out them. Oh yeah, I'll yeah I'll do that to wrap the. But I believe that is it for me in terms of what I am watching by myself. I believe it's now your turn. It is. Um, hold on. I'm sending somebody a uh, text message about the EDC. Show time. them. Show them the dick pic. Show them the dick pic. No, I don't keep those on my phone. All right. Good. No, no one should anymore. Anyway. I, I take pictures in real time. Um. All right. Let me get back to the list that we have. That's so goddamn long. All right. Cool. Um. All right. My turn. <clears throat> Let's go. My turn. My turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh God. We're gonna hey, shut sound, up. I was gonna say, man, we sound like Boji. Oh. No. <laughs> He don't talk. <laughs> How <he> dare you? <laughs> if he did talk, though. <laughs> go, go to the fucking corner. <laughs> Think about what you've done. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so, I couldn't help it. I'm so sorry. By the way, for those who are listening, we I totally respect those with special needs. Don't let my joke, you know, dick in your ass. Anyway. We love Boji. Oh, I love Boji. He doesn't know him. I don't know Boji, bro. But anyway, all right, let's go start with uh, Tawawa on Monday. Uh, I mean, you know, Tawawa on Monday is what it is at this point. The last episode was funny. Basically, uh, remember the story I told you about how the girl um, basically fucking um, convinced her teacher to basically get with her after she turned 18 and graduated? Right, right. So um, they live above um Tawawa uh, I shouldn't say Tawawa Tawawa is the city that they live in um Aichan the main character's name is Aichan and I forget yeah, her sister's yeah. name but the the story focuses on her sister and Aichan so the mother is doing laundry and all of a sudden she sees a bra and like a lace like sexy bra so she calls her children in the living room she's like is either one of these yours she's like oh the, the and they were like oh the tits are too big and they're like no like you know that's not ours like i don't own anything we don't own anything like that blah blah blah, blah. and then um her, her their mother's like i remember when i owned one of these they're like oh my god you owned one of the, uh, the children are like oh my god you owned one of those bras and she's like yeah it's the reason why you two exist <laughs> but um they they realize like oh i bet you it's the neighbor so they go up to the neighbor and i forget the woman the girl's name um I, I, she might be is she kohai she might be kohai chan yeah I think, I think her name's kohai chan um in any case they go up to kohai chan and are like uh is this your bra she's like yeah so she invites them in they have tea and she starts like saying like she's like oh i just got married blah blah, blah. she's like oh my god really and she starts basically telling them the story about how like oh yeah you know i seduced my fucking <laughs> she's like i seduced my uh my my sensei to to be my husband and they're like oh my god like they were shocked like shocked out of their fucking minds and then she's like if you want i could tell you how to seduce the man you love and th- so i starts thinking about uh the salary man um, who she sees every Monday on the train 
and um, her sister starts thinking about I's best friend, who's like kind of like uh, she looks basically lesbian. Like she's really tall. She's like the captain of the volleyball team. Has short hair. Um, she loves like feeling on boobs. So I mean, in anime, it's kind of normal. But you know, if you read between the lines, you can kind of infer basically what was going on. And it, it starts thinking like sexy too. So like Aichan thinks about the salary man, and she's like butt ass naked in bed, like waking up after a night with him. And her si- her little sister is. Basically basically all wet from a rainstorm and uh i's best friend is taking off her clothes and shit so it's super sexual and they're like oh my like they're like you know just fucking like infatuated with it but um they were saying they're like oh no we can't do that blah 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 and she's like oh how come you don't have a wedding they're like oh you know because people will frown upon the fact that you know my sensei is way older than me and i seduced him so we just you know whatever you know it was it was what it was from that standpoint so um like i said if you don't appreciate something like that um i wouldn't recommend it for you i mean it's only five minutes long that's why i watch it um it's definitely a lot edgier than the first season like i said before um moving on we'll go with banished hero next um i love you know it's tough this season has so many different um different couples of the season i think you know you can go with fucking um what's it called you can go with uh komi and tadano you could go with um futaba and um what's his face and uh takeda senpai yeah um you can go with freaking um sakurai and yeah sakurai and and uh kazuma but i mean dude freaking i mean my two favorites are from banished hero Besides Comey, uh, you know what? <clears throat> As of right now, Comey and Tadano, I think, will eventually take over. Yeah, but... we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later, yeah. My favorite right now is from Otome Fairy Tale, which I'll get into next. But my one of my second favorites is um, is uh, Red and Rid. Uh, Red and Rit, sorry. Um, the last episode, basically, they... Um, what's it called? They... The uh, fucking what is it? The the, the Adventures Guild. They want uh, Rit back, and um, you know she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to. She really enjoys being with Red. Like she can, you definitely like see that she really loves Red. And so as she's sitting next to Red or standing next to Red after they try to convince her, she reminisces on the last time that she saw Red, and it was basically um, they were in. They were going to to face the demon lord and to get to the demon lord's castle they had to go through a bewitched forest and they had to use the um the guide of an elf that the elf is really close with red known then as gideon she's all up on him and it made uh Ritz, uh jealous and the elf so i forget her name it's like a long like name um but it made her as jealous and so she's like you know what like we're gonna take a break i'm gonna take a a, a bath with uh with Ritz. And she's like, huh? And so she drags her over it and they take a shower and they're butt ass naked. You don't see anything. Anime stuff, anime tropes. And basically, they, she just reaffirms, like, even all the way back then, like a couple years, whatever passed, like she was in love with Red or Gideon at the time. And she's like, you know, you just have to, like, you know, show them how you feel. Da, 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 da. And so it basically goes on through the battle of um, <clears throat> the battle that they did to get through the, the forest to get to the castle and how much red really cares about i'm sorry rit how much rit really cares about red um at the same time we also see how savage uh the hero rudy which is uh gideon's little sister how savage she is like she's fucking murderous murderous it's crazy but in a good way like she's super murderous and like she's super cold like she's really really cold kind of bitchy but she's got a good heart and she really loves her brother um and so 
we see basically how the two of them they interact throughout the time and um it's yeah like i said they're a really cute couple and this happens i'm sorry i, I should have backed up and said this happens after red as a gift gives uh rit a uh, a bracelet with a and with a uh with a rhine not a rhinestone a um a gemstone in it and it makes her all happy da, 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 you know a couple stuff um, but a couple of the main things is we see, like I said, that, that reaffirmation of their feelings, but, um, the end of the episode is pretty significant because the end of the episode shows, um, the hero Rudy and she's alone basically on her adventure. And she's like, I miss my brother. Things were different when my brother was around. Things were better when my brother is around. She has a flashback to after when, uh, Ares, which is the, the cunty fucking, uh, Lieutenant of the, of the party, um, tells Rudy that her brother left cause he's embarrassed or whatever the fuck like basically lied to rudy and rudy knows he's lying and rudy fucking with a single punch disembowels the fucking guy with a single punch she, she fucking disemboweled him he throws up like just fucking hordes of blood and he's like on the brink of death and she's like no i have to calm down you know this isn't right she's like i'm sorry and she fucking instantly heals him with her power like she's a whole ass savage but basically at the end of the episode she says you know i miss my brother you know, I'm I'm gonna soldier on because I'm the hero Rudy, but there's a hole where my brother used to be. And I was like, oh man, I felt that. Um moving on to uh Otome Fairy Tale. Again, my couple of the season thus fall, the thus far rather, is fucking um uh what god damn, I forgot her name. Uh Yakuza Yuzuki and um uh fuck, what the fuck is this guy's name? I, this I know I watched. Which, which, one, which one are you talking about? Otome Fairy Tale. Um, I'm forgetting the fucking. Are you talking about the girl, the main girl? Oh, main girl's uh Yuzuki. I'm forgetting. Um, I'm forgetting who the fuck the guy's last name is or uh, what he goes by. Something, Shima? something, something. No. Shima Tamahiko. Tamahiko. Tamahiko sama. Yeah, Tamahiko. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. So, thank you for that. Tamahiko. Oh, I don't even watch it. I told you. I'm telling you, you should watch this though, bro. It's really. I I, I have too much. I can't do anymore. I cannot add anymore. God, I know, bro. God damn, it's so adorable. So, uh, this episode focuses on uh, Yuzuki. Um, she gets sick. Like she gets really sick. She's basically exhausted. Um, heat exhaustion and just exhausted from the work, and she collapses. And basically, uh, Tamahiko and um and his little sister, um, Tamako. Basically, they uh, have to take care of uh, of Yuzuki while she's sick. And so um, Tamahiko tries, but because he's a cripple in his arm, he can't he can't do basic functions to try and help her, which leaves Tamako basically to do everything by herself, which she understands. Like she she gets frustrated, but she understands um, the sensei that's there uh, basically comes over, like diagnose her with exhaustion. And so Tamahiko goes to pay him and the fucking sensei just goes off like, oh, you're a slave driver. Like, oh, uh, you you probably do fucking really nasty shit with that girl. And you bought her as like a as your your concubine and you know I, you know just basically judging him because he's rich and tamahiko is you know he doesn't interact well with other humans but not in like an angry way like he feels anger but he just can't vocalize it so he just stands there and just takes his scolding until his sister comes over and fucking just, just scolds the fucking sensei and walks him out and then scolds her brother for being a pussy basically and saying like why didn't you stand up for yourself like i know those things aren't true and you guys genuinely love each other why didn't you defend her why didn't you defend yourself you should have defended yourself and you know they had like a brotherly moment brotherly 
brotherly sister moment where they just said, you know, I'm sorry, like you have to do this. I'm sorry you're here. It's just like, no, this wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been such a bitch and I hadn't showed up randomly, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, they end up like having like a, a moment with each other. Um, Yuzuki gets better. She wakes up. She feels better. And then she goes to sleep. Um, Tamahiko is thinking about her a lot. So he walks into her room during the middle of the night to see how she's doing. And she sees that she's like breathing heavy and she's bleeding because she's been scratching at her chest. And there's a there's a tight, tight wrap on her chest. And she's like, oh, um, she's like, I take this off my take this off, take this off. It's hurting me. It's hurting me. And so <clears throat> um, Tamahiko's like, you know, he knows like it's her chest. So she's like, I'm sorry. So he basically takes some scissors and cuts the cuts the 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 what's it called? The tape that's restraining her chest and some giant titties fall out. This little girl, 14-year-old, tiny-ass girl, has humongous-ass titties. And so she wakes, she feels better immediately because the, 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 the wrapping isn't constricting her breasts anymore. And she thanks uh, who she thinks is Tamako and realizes, nope, it was your husband, Tamahiko. And she's instantly embarrassed, like, because she didn't reveal to him that, like, she had giant boobs and that they bother her and she's self-conscious about them and stuff. But, you know, they share a moment amongst each other afterwards. And it's really nice. And then by the end of the episode, she basically says, you know, like, she basically doesn't say it, but she lives with her, you know, boobs, like, out. Like, you know, she's not constraining them anymore. And the episode ends with Tamako saying, like, I'm going to go back home because after this experience, I want to be a doctor, which is very nice. So that's the end of that episode. Um, moving on, we have we'll go with Scarlet Nexus. Scarlet Nexus, like I said, the story is getting really good. Um, the last I forgot all about that. About what? <laughs> Scarlet Nexus. I forgot that was still going. It's still going. It's gonna end the season. It ends at twenty six episodes. So this season will be the, the the end of the first season. Okay. Um, I don't. I mean, it's still going because the the game is still going, but. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to continue on, I guess. I mean, I don't know. We'll see if they even do a second season. I, I mean, it's not like one of those like overly popular ones. But everybody I know that's played the game really likes the game. My nephew likes the game. My buddy downloaded it on Xbox. He likes the game. Um, It's the same exact story from what I heard. My nephew told me it's the same exact story that the anime is telling. So... I don't know. It just translate better on the game, I guess, than it does in the anime. Like I've said, the, the anime, like some of the animation is meh. Um, the action's okay. Not, nothing bad about the action. It's just not stupendous. But the story is is pretty good for what it's worth. So the story continues to be really good. We basically learn this past episode. We learn um, the backstory with um, with Karen, Alice, and Fubuki, and we basically see that, and we learn that um, that Fubuki and um, I'm sorry, Karen and no, is it no Karen? Karen basically, Karen and her and her uh, and his little brother are um, born duds, and they're also scientifically altered. Um, and that Fubuki and um, Alice were arranged to be married for the longest time. But we also see that Karen, over the course of the episode, starts to fall for Alice, and he never tells Fubuki, never mentions anything, never reveals it. But you can really tell, like he he likes Fubuki and Alice. I'm sorry, he likes Alice rather. And Alice, you know, there's something there, even though she loves Fubuki, you know, because that's their arranged and they were grew up together and stuff. But there's something there between Alice and and uh, Karen as well. And so we basically see the whole like how they develop how karen got his powers how they were in the osf together and then we see basically there's an, an incident with the uh extinction belt that 
um, it comes down on top of Alice during a mission. And basically because it traps her inside of like this bubble, which belonged in the extinction belt, that's how she turned into a, um, an other. And it basically took Fabuki using his lightning power to subdue her. But they realized like, we don't want to kill her because, you know, that's my wife. That's your best friend, whatever. So they kept her inside of that facility um, that we've seen throughout the series until she sacrificed herself. And of course, we know now that Karen is going back in time to try and save Alice again. And he always and he said it in one of the previous episodes. He's like, I'll press the reset button no matter how much, how many times it takes in order to save you. Because, like, you know, again, he really likes her. Okay, okay. okay. Okay, Subaru. <laughs> basically, dude, he basically can go back. He can travel in time. He doesn't kill himself. He just travels back in time. So um, that's how we learn that sad story. And the episode ends with some shocking news. As they're coming out, Kagero asks to speak to um, uh, Yuito alone or outside, rather. So they step outside. Everybody steps outside. And he's like, uh, Yuito, I have something to tell you. I know who killed your father. I killed your father. Huh? Nani? And that's, how the, and that's how the episode ends. Um, the newest episode dropped today as we're recording on Thursday. I haven't seen any of the Thursdays, so I haven't seen Comey. Haven't seen the newest episode of Comey. Haven't seen Scarlet. Haven't we? And we haven't seen the. Uh, I mean, let me phrase that. We haven't seen Comey, nor have we seen Aquatope. Um, and well, we saw we last week. Scarlet. So we saw last week. Yes, we will talk about last week's episode, but we didn't uh, see today's as we're recording. We'll talk about that next time. Um, you got eighty-six on. left. No, I have Boruto and eighty-six. Moving on. Boruto is easy. There's nothing much to talk about Boruto. Boruto, basically, as we mentioned before, they're going through the Chunin exams arc. Um, the basically the the last episode is like kind of like a, a slowdown arc where they get a day to themselves to practice, and so we see um, all the people basically practice. So we see. Um, uh, Denki. Denki develops a scientific ninja tool, and we, we learn that scientific ninja tools are going to be allowed in, in the battle as long as you develop them yourself and hone them yourself. And Denki, of course, is super smart, super good with technology, so he's got this incredible super tool. Um, Iwabe is with him. Um, Iwabe is going to lose because he's meh. Um, Wasabi and um, uh, fuck, I forget her name, but they're basically the girl from the from the from the iron from the the iron village, the hidden iron. Um, basically, they train together, and we find out that she as she gets a letter as at, toward the end of her training, and it says that she's gonna she's gonna return to the village after the Chunin exams, and she's gonna be a uh, a member of leadership. And she's, you know, she thanks. She gets like super excited. It's the first time you ever see her like really excited in the series. Um, and she basically thanks Wasabi and uh, Namida about, you know, about everything she learned, everything being with them. She's gonna basically try and take the uh, the samurai village into, you know, some, uh, a village similar to the Leaf, something better. Da da da. And Wasabi and Namida are, are kind of sad, but you know. They accept it for what it is, but at the same time, this is the second member um, that they've lost because they lost uh, Sumire when they were together since she went to go be with the Scientific Ninja Tool team. So um, they're a little sad. Um, I don't expect uh, Wasabi to, to move on, um, I, and I, I don't know about the other girl as well, the girl from um, from the Hidden Iron. Anyway, um, we see uh, Chocho and um, uh, fuck, Inojin. Um, they have a uh, basically a dinner with Shikadai at the um, at the famous barbecue place that um, Asuma used to take a team. What, what team were they? Team nine or some shit? I don't know. But they used to take basically where they she used to take uh, Choji, 
Eno and uh, Shikamaru. So they have barbecue spot there and they lament basically. They start, you know, reminiscing on the past, how they've been together so long. They've had they've been together for so long. They've had the matching pajamas when they were children and they were all planned around each other and stuff. But <clears throat> basically, uh Shikadai basically tries to like, you know, give them words of encouragement. Like, you know, like you don't want to be, you know, like you don't want me to be the only one. And oh, uh, we learn later that uh that Chocho really takes out the heart because of the fact that she doesn't want to step behind Inojin or uh Shikadai. And the more that she, you know, that her and Inojin fail, the more it feels like they're using Shikadai, which Shikadai won't ever feel that way. But you know, it 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 they she takes it to heart and it means something. Um Boruto and Mitsuki train together, and I know, I know. Uh, Boruto and Mitsuki. You know, you know what? No, oh, because you just made that sound, and I was like, I know it's not the fuck. In any case, uh, on with it. Okay. I know, I know. Boruto and Mitsuki, uh, they train together. Um, nothing really much to that. And then the uh, the final person who's there, uh, Sarada, she basically. Oh, let me. I forgot about Hoki. Hoki is the is the um the Kakashi basically lookalike, the Kakashi wannabe. And he basically has been working missions with Sai and part of uh, Black Ops Ambu. So they have like a Genin squad of Black Ops Ambu. And he basically is like, he's confident. He's like, you know, everything I learned, I learned from you. And he starts like naming off like some of the things of the Ambu, like the principles of the Ambu that he's like, he trained and understood. And so he's like, I'm confident. I'm pretty good. And Sai's like, I look forward to seeing it. And uh, Sarada basically speaks to her father, asks for her father for advice. You know, her father's like, you know, you have to just be prepared for everything that come in a battle you know i lost my eye and he talks about his renegon like i lost my eye in the battle but i'm not upset i'm not worried i was prepared for that i was always prepared at your age you're a much and he basically says like sorry does a much better ninja than he was at that age um i think they're like 12 or 13 but um that you know she just has to be prepared for anything that'll happen and she's like yep i'm prepared and uh that's basically how the story ends for actually no the story doesn't end that way the story ends with three bandits coming into the village to cause hell and that'll probably happen that happens the morning of the uh of the of the final and that'll happen basically during at some point during that arc so there's that um and then moving on to 86 the fucking best episode of the series thus far i cannot tell you uh, matthew please for the love of god Please watch 86. Please. Please. I, I will. I will. Please, man. I will. God damn it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, dude. This is the best episode of the series thus far. The large scale attack happens between the Legion and everyone from the Federacy to the Republic to the every theater has a mass scale attack with legion and bunches of motherfuckers die a lot of motherfuckers die but at the same time those goddamn 86 fighting for the federacy shin and his group of men and and women oh my god the six of them fucking they take an entire like two legions kill them all and make them do a retreat it's fucking glorious but the meat in the the meat in it, besides the glorious mech action that occurs, it's nothing but action throughout for the majority of the, of the episode. It's fantastic. Um, the but the the bulk in terms of the story is Federica uses her her power because she's trying to find her um lost knight who she wants to kill. So he um uses her power to try and find him and finds that he's located over in the Republic. And at the same time, she's like trying to find Shin. She's trying to take care of Shin. She's trying to find out what's going on with Shin. So she sees Shin. Shin is a goddamn psychopath. 
he has the eyes of a psychopath. He's like laughing maniacally while he's destroying these fucking mechs. He he's insane. He's fucking insane, and it breaks Federica's heart because she starts flashing back to the uh, to her her um her uh her knight named Kiri, and it's the same exact face. They've gone fucking insane. And even though Shin is able to control it because you know he's scared and she doesn't understand Shin to that level, and so <clears throat> when they return back to base, she confronts Shin, and Shin, you know, his typical gloomy self, and she just cries in his lap, just cries, cries, cries like you're an idiot. You've become just like him. You shouldn't fight like that ever again. And he's silent, and he just holds her. Meanwhile, oh, the best part of the series is we see fucking uh, Lena. Lena is her typical bitchy, angry self at the circumstances. As she's walking to her post, there's a giant warning um, that occurs, like and on the on the on the Federacy, or I'm sorry, on the Republic uh, uh, TVs, and all the you know racist uh, uh, fucking uh, people from the Republic. They're like, "What the fuck is that?" They're all drunk in the fucking in the in the military facility. Like they don't give a fuck. <clears throat> so. Um, she realizes like, oh my God, like one of the images she sees is like basically the front gate of where the, where the Republic is that separates the Republic from the other 85 districts where the 86 are. Um, she, it's fallen, it's destroyed, it's completely on fire. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God. So she fucking starts, you know, rushing over to her station to try and, you know, figure out a defense. And she's confronted by her uncle, um, the, the general. And basically the general asks where she's going. She's like, I'm going to come up with a defense. You know, we have to stop them. And her, her, her uncle was like, listen, you shouldn't do that. He's like, the 86 have no reason to defend us. This country deserves to fall. It deserves for its people to die because of the heinous way that we treated the 86 and how we're all idiots and think that we live in this peaceful world. It's time for a reality check. And Lena refutes that. And she's like, no, the 86 do have a reason to fight for us. And I'm going to be the ones, you know, whatever. And her uncle's like, all right, you know what? That's fine. I'll provide you cover. But tonight is the night that your dream dies. Like any child, any child is, he basically quotes any child child is allowed to dream until they learn from themselves that their dream is a lie and their dream dies and tonight your dream will die lena and he said but he offers to basically go make cover fire for her and instead like lena's pissed off but then she realizes like you know the major's gonna help him help her rather and so he she salutes him and says good luck she goes to her post and she galvan or she and she recruits every 86 available she becomes the head recruiter for them uh, every 86 and the next episode will be how the republic fight the legion um and it's incredible shit um there's an after credit scene to the episode and it basically shows um frederica and shen breaking down what's going on with the 86 and then all of a sudden frederica sees and hears kimi's voice saying i'll kill you and there's a flash basically and um shen tells uh basically jumps on top of frederica and tells everybody to get down and there's an explosion and then that's how the episode is going to start next week with some ambush that happened so goddamn fantastic 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 episode it is oh is one of my it's you know it i hate this season because there's so many great anime and because there's so many great anime there's a lot of animes that are going to get lost in the shuffle and not going to get appreciated jobless right now comey like they're getting all the buzz of this season demon slayer will take over when it comes up but goddamn 86 is flying under the radar it is simply fucking superb i cannot stress it enough it will be one of my animes one of my top animes of the season i don't know where it's gonna fit but by god it will be in my top five somewhere garen fucking t 
Well, very good. And I know a lot of people are loving this episode. They said a lot, and just like what you said, they've been saying it's the best in the series. So a lot of good shit. Uh, but when we come Great back, shit, to, pal. it's good shit, pal. Tadamas. Okay, Koshijin-sama. All right, uh, we're going to talk about the only one left in the summer. Again, no one really gives a crap about it anymore, so this one will probably be quick. Aquatope. It's really fallen off, dude. It has. It really has. But again, I'm, we are committed to finish. I'm damn it. You know, like, for me, part one was like a four, four and a half. Part two is like a three. Yeah. It's like a three for me. It's not bad. It's just meh. I, I, yeah, this one is, should not have been a two-parter. <laughs> This should have been like an OVA. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, there's been the episodes of OVAs for uh, them working there, but... Long story short, this episode, um, they... It's a filler. It's a filler. Kukuru and... Kukuru, uh, Fuka, and Udon-chan basically coordinate their day off, and they want to do a uh, a A co-worker day. Relaxation day. And so they invite all their co-workers, all their female... Well, basically all the co-workers in general. Invite them over to the house, and they all get together. They do skin share treatments. They eat. They drink a little bit. Um, Everybody gets together. Kukuru and... um, What's her face? Chiyu. Chiyu get closer. Um, it's a good time. They do fireworks at the end. Um, Chiyu's son is there. Everybody loves him. And Kuya still hates women and gets drunk. And he gets shit-faced, but he ends up having a good time when the fellas get there. And It's a fun little episode. There's really nothing else to it. Moving on. But I, I did like the Kuya and um, the Fish Freak. I like him. He's one Eiji. of the... Eiji. Yes, I like Eiji. He's one of the better new characters. One of the, he is one of the better new characters, for yeah, real. But I, I liked how they bonded over fish. Like, haha, you're wrong. I, like, like, uh, fucking... <laughs> that guy knows his fish. Who would have thought, bro? Yeah, Kuya. He, the guy that hates women knows fish. And he's, like, bonding with this other guy. I feel like he hates women because all the pussies he's fucked are fish. No, no, no the dolphin pussy is apparently the best thing ever. So, I mean, and we also found out Kukuru sucks at massages and she probably won't ever turn anyone on with a massage. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, all right. I'm not, I have to talk about it. No, moving on. Okay. Yeah, moving on. That was about... uh, now Gambare Doki Chan. Gambare. Gambare. It's, it's actually, it's a. Uh... Akuna Matata. Some of your Japanese pronunciations really fucking terrible. Uh, white, we fi- the uh, these are going to be short and sweet. Uh, we finally see Senpai-san. Yes, we do. And uh, while Doki-chan invited Doki-kun out to dinner, uh, you see Senpai-san going to Doki-kun saying, hey, go with me instead. And Doki-kun's like, um, I'm flattered. I, that's oh, you're no forgetting. You're, for- you're forgetting that, that Kohai-chan wanted to fucking... Um... Wanted to tell her feelings. She wanted to be honest and, and reveal her feelings to him at dinner. Oh, yeah, that. And then, yeah, he probably would. Yeah, Doki Kun probably would have done the whole I love Amelia thing. But uh, anyway, outside of that, uh, so Doki Chan was excited. Like, huh, is, is he going to turn Senpai Sun down? No. And you find out at the aftercurrents why Senpai Sun, like, oh, he's talking, she's, he's talking about you, right? Yeah. Good. Bring her along. Let's all hang out. <laughs> So that that was what happened to that. You know, you know, Warford that's considered an edgy anime. It's not really edgy. No, Tawawa is way edgier. I know, I know, I know. This is this just seems like yeah, it's just harmless. 
It is. I mean, like I said, I like these five minute up five minute shows because you know. No, it, it, it is good though. But in favor of the etchy categories, this the only thing that's really etchy is sometimes the outfit and her. Uh, yeah. What dreams of wanting to get fucked by him yeah, in the basically, elevator? Basically, like I said, Tawaba is way etchier. So and, and they come out at the same time. So basically, Ganabra comes out first, and then like an hour later, uh, Tawaba comes out. But they come out in Japan like late in the evening, I guess, to give in the or in the morning, given. Yeah. Right. 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 Weird. Like literally, those episodes are available at like. Eight or nine o'clock Eastern for us, which is so odd for an anime to debut at like nine o'clock at night. But in any case, in any case, all right. So we're gonna now we're gonna get to the actual good stuff, folks. Yes, let's start with Comey this week. Yes, let's start with Comey, uh, our new favorite character. Well, my new favorite character came into play finally, and we don't know what it is. Oh well, Osana's gender is Osana. Osana, I mean, I think Osana's a girl because she she said Tadano made well, her wet. Well. I, well, that's right. Even the manga, they don't tell you still. And it's yet yeah, to this day. Yeah, to this day, we they, don't they know. They still do not. You know, I actually like it like that. Have they, like, do you see any, like, semblance no. of Opai or anything nope. like that at all? No, 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 no. Uh, no, not even the trap experts can figure out, can figure them out. I mean, to ask our favorite trap. I mean, uh, Osana could be. She, she doesn't beat fucking our favorite trap. I always forget <laughs> well, his name. Well, uh, so, so, uh, Suka. Suka. So, Suka. Yes. Yeah, Suka son. So, the name's weird. But anyway, uh, Najibi Osada, which literally means childhood friend. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what their actual name means. And uh, now, uh, before that, though, Todano's like, okay, we're, we're in class right now, Kobe. I'm going to help you introduce to your friends. Mm. And, and since he's so popular, it should be easy, right? Mm. Wrong! He goes to them and say, hey, don't talk about Kobe in front of us. I will kill you on the spot. You got it, Todano. <laughs> Like, like yeah. you shouldn't even be near her. You shouldn't even be near her or anything. You don't deserve it to be her friend. Go fuck off. That's I all I say. I hope, he, I hope he fucks Comey in front of them all. It'll never happen. But I, that's what I'm. I, the whole time I was thinking, like, I hope he just gets fucking rails Comey. Says, "Oh, you, who the fuck are you? Who oh, the fuck? God, are you? Imagine that. Imagine that during graduation. Just fucking railing the fucking girl that you all fucking worshipped. Just fucking railing this oh. bitch. Just, oh. Yeah. Not not bad for a side character, huh? Fucking full chimpo and manco. Fucking full of it, full sechi everywhere. Right. On oh. Fucking, I'm gonna just drop my goddamn <laughs> bottle. Stop, stop dropping your shit, man. Oh, uh, cause I'm doing the fucking thrusting motion with my hand. Yes. You can't see it. But uh, <laughs> all right. But I don't know. <laughs> anyway, ignoring you. That's normal. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Goes to uh, Osana, telling them, "Hey, could you help being Kobe's friend?" And they actually refuse, kind of, because yeah. apparently there's a flashback where Osana tried to beat befriend Fro- Komi, Koji, Komi, Koji. There's a big difference, dude. Yes, Komi when they were kids, and uh, Komi was still the same way, not talking even as a little adorable wee child. You know, uh, uh, by the way, real quick, unre- related and unrelated, people bitched about how there was no, um, there was no, uh, things for the first episode, no translations for the freaking, for the, for the kanji and the yeah. Aragana. Oh, during the, during the chalkboard scene, right? Yeah, yeah, during the first, and this episode, I felt like it was OD, like everything was translated, it was almost hard sometimes to follow with the translations. Yeah, I think that's the why they didn't do it, except for like the important one. Yeah, dude, like I get it to a certain extent. Like that was one of the, I remember that was one of my complaints that I hated about um about uh God of what what the fuck? The one that was on Netflix. Rector Ragnarok. Rector Ragnarok cuz they didn't do that. Like they would show you like the the kanji for like a character and it, you wouldn't know who the fuck it was until they said the person's name. And that irked Right. Me. Yeah, that was a very very annoying. Uh but anyway, uh 
Uh, Tadano is was considered a stalker by people because he was watching Osada and Kobe from afar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you see this big, bulky, buff guy go into Osada, at, like asking them for a date. And then Osana does a whole really girl, I'm a guy, like, like like throwing them off type of thing. And this guy mm-hmm. did not care. This, this guy did not care at all. It's like, oh, I'm going to make you mine or else. And then Kobe. He went full. He went, he went Bocano Pico on her on its ass. Right, right, right. Yeah, that. And then. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> anyway, but while that was going on, Kobe went Pillarman on this guy with this blank stare. That she's just—it looked like she was gonna kill him, even though she's just trying to give him his key. Drop back. his house key back, and she wants to be kind and fucking. Here's your house key back, but she says he took it as I'm gonna kill you with this key. I could yeah. do it too. And he was terrified, and then he ran away. And then you find out what what she was really trying to do. Yeah, but basically, um, uh, what's her name again? Their name. Their name. Thank you. <laughs> What's their name again? Osana. 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 Osana, basically, because at the time, she was, like, getting, like, grabbed. Like, she was going to get, like, fucking, like, hurt, molested, something in front of them. Like, it was going to look like bad news. And basically, Osana realized, like, oh, my God, Comey saved me. Like, I want to be your best friend. And they become best friends. And it's super awkward. Yes. Uh, but but Comey does the little happy gems. <laughs> yeah, she's happy. Comey's cute. She got her Kobe, second friend. Yes, Comey's super cute. Anyway, um... Osana talks to Kobe about this uh, drink that they got at this market, like this pistachio type frappe thing. It's a Starbucks, the Starbucks of the show. Yes. And then then Kobe's like, hey, I should get it. So she goes there, tries to make the order. Incorrect. No, she told fuck. Osana told fucking Comey, like, listen, buy this for me. If you don't buy it for me, we're not going to be friends. And she's like, okay. okay. And she goes over there, and Tadana's like, Osana, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's really rude and mean. And she's like, no, this will help her, like, talk to people more. It's like a test for her. And I get my drink. <laughs> and, but she unfortunately failed because the cough, the Starbucks guy was like, I know exactly what you want without you even talking. You know, she was kind of pointing at the picture. Oh, she missed the picture because it wasn't there. She was looking at the wrong one. Yeah. She's like, say no more, fam. I got you. Wrong drink. <laughs> Gives her the wrong drink. <laughs> And it's like it's like a for effort, and she apologizes by telling her to get the drink. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> and that is where we are with that. Very cute, very fun. Uh, I we... laugh a lot. Oh yeah, especially how they uh, this assume what what Kobe thinks they're yeah. going to say. It's really not yeah. it. It just comes out as adorable. Yeah, I laugh a lot. It is adorable. Like there's no there's no real rom as of yet in this com. It's all mostly calm, and I love it. Yeah. Like we know what the rom com is going to be, but. It, it, you read the you nice read thing. the manga, right? You've already seen them. Yes, all. you kind of yeah, know yeah, from yeah, 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 I've been reading the manga because of this. So, yeah. <laughs> but that good shit. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about the next episode when we record yeah. Monday, and hopefully, by God's damn it, it will be up in time and not a month later. Well, you know, I don't know if we're gonna record because I'm gonna be busy now the next two weekends, so we're gonna be behind. Because are you moving or? No. So this weekend, my family's in town. We're going to the Kennedy Space Center on Saturday, and we're going to Universal on Sunday. And then the following weekend is EDC, and I will be drunk and high out of my mind. All right. Uh, well, if that happens, I might record the specials with other people in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, why don't you do, uh, let's start maybe doing Talk to talk Kiki Shop. All right. Uh, well, uh, well, that'll be a thing. There you go. Uh, if you're if you're going to be busy, let me know, and I will do that. <laughs> a pilot of Kiki Shop. That might happen. All righty. Uh, 
We'll find, you'll find out. Well, hopefully this one doesn't take a month to go on the air, though. Yeah, seriously. And by the way, for those who have been patiently waiting, side note, thank you so much. Um, our editor has been really busy. Um, yeah, I've got the big loss of transportation. For yeah, he's had a lot of per- he's had some personal issues, and it's uh, caused him to have a delay in our recording. No blame to him, you know. We understand yeah. life happens, life but, sucks. But, but he knows we're all we're saying this in good fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but for those who have been listening and diligently waiting for this episode, we appreciate the fuck out of you. Yes, we appreciate you. Uh, I I uh, I posted the latest the our episode from a month ago up recently. Mm. Uh, I did get a couple new comments, and they like mm. us. They like us. They love us. They really like us. Let we did it, Bob. Let me take a screenshot of this and put it up here. Uh, let me take a screenshot so I can post it on our um, on our thing. And re- actually, no, I'll, I'll wait till the I'll wait, wait till, till the plugs. Wait till okay. the plugs. Real All quick, right, uh, real quick note as well. We're not going to talk about Demon Slayer this week because there was no Demon Slayer because it was delayed in Japan because of election coverage on their national channel. Yep. So no Demon Slayer. So we're good on that. Moving on. Pick the next one. I will pick the next one. All right. Uh, Platinum End. Platinum in. Let's do that. Good God. It's a. It's so. Oh God. It's this, so. These episodes are getting very so fucking tense. I can't wait. You haven't seen the new one, right? No, no. We're we're, we're holding on to that. We're holding on to it. But oh, the previous episode, that the cliffhanger. Yes. Oh my Jeez. God. Jeez. <laughs> uh, or Metropolitan is a fucked up, intelligent individual. Oh, he's super sick, dude. He is super sick, but goddamn, is he smart? You, on seriously, a side question: Do you think he's like similarly twisted slash smart in a way of Lelouch? I'm gonna say no. I think Lelouch. I think Lelouch will mop the floor of him in intelligence. I'm gonna say no, but he's in the same like universe. You mean? Are you talking about lights? Because the same guy that made Death Note. I don't. I didn't watch Death Note, so I, I can't. Okay, okay. Let's say I will watch it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, because he oh. he does have that intelligence of light with the god complex, but light was a lot more careful and smarter than this. But he's no still. Worries. But Kanade is still clever. Yeah. And okay. ah man. Okay. But man. definitely, definitely a lot of good stuff from that. Yes. Yeah, uh, those other guys that were dressed up as uh, yellow and blue poly men. You find out that they're actual good friends that have, were thinking about killing themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, depressed about uh, their grades and the, the entrance exams. Yeah, so they decide to take a bunch of drugs and overdose, and all they do is end up throwing up on the side of them. Yep, and uh, they eventually get saved by the angels, but they find out they have uh, only wings and the red arrow. Well, they're grade ones. They're grade ones. yeah. For those who are not following, grade two means you only have um, one or the other. Yeah, no, grade two. I think it's only. Um, oh yeah, you know you're right. It is one or the other. It yeah. is only one. Or the other. Yeah, then grade one grade is only red arrow with and wings. wings, and high grade you get all that and a white arrow and the white arrow, which means you can kill people. Yes, uh, but anyway, uh, they go there. They find out there's uh, two more polymans, a green and a pink. Yeah, you're skipping as well because you, you're skipping a little girl. Oh, I thought she was. I thought she was after them. No, she was before them. Oh, she was before them. Okay. She was before them. Uh, basically, yellow and blue talk about, hey, cause I, I know other people are here. Can they stand up, basically? Yeah. And then uh, you see a little girl who only yeah. has, I believe she only has wings. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the cliffhanger, you, you skipped another part. The, remember when they couldn't um they couldn't shoot the red arrow? It's because yeah. the guy was already had been shot with a red arrow. Right. We find out that the Metropolitan yeah, Man, Man shot this guy with the red he arrow. Was, yeah, he was basically not Metropolitan Man, but somebody he shot with a red arrow and dropped him in, on the field. And it 
keyword is drop them on the field, this it plays a critical part. Yeah, so, well, we're gonna get to that in just a second. Yeah. So when the when blue and red, blue and yellow ask like anyone come join us, there's a girl with only wings, and she's like, I'm scared. I don't like Metropoli, man. And she and she doesn't want to die. And she doesn't want to die. I'll join with you. Please come. And so they're like, okay, we'll come up to you. And Metropolitan Man's like, nope, psych, red arrow, bitch. Yeah, like he just goes there out of nowhere and shoots her with the arrow and then grabs her. Yep, like a fucking hawk and a fish. Yeah, and now he's and now he's back to his hideout. (laughs) And now it is two on two. They had they had an advantage, and then it's two on two. Yeah, and then. And now, <laughs> now you get pink. And, and now you get the green and pink uh, poly men. So they said they'll join them. Uh, like, like they, you can show us the arrows to show, show that we're being honest and all that. Mm-hmm. But they did. They shot them with the red arrows. Mm-hmm. And they said they're ready to uh, attack. But they find out that they're not God candidates at all. Not candidates at all. And apparently, during that, when that was going on, poly men switched with the copy. Yep. And now he's in the middle of all of them. And shot so, the one with the and shot the blue, blue one. Blue first. Shot blue first with a white arrow. Kills blue and uh, yellow's like, what the fuck is happening? She's and then, like, oh, and shoots, and then shoots, yellow, shoots yellow with the red arrow. Shoots yellow with the red arrow. Yep. And then ties her, him, and the the girl with wings. Yeah. Um, well, but first though, he's like, how how did you manipulate him when you already shot your red arrows? Oh, easy money. Pay them a lot of money. Yep. And he has that money. <laughs> and now basically. People are confused, like, why is Metropolitan Man doing this? Because he's supposed to be, like, this good guy. Yeah. And he now shoots yellow. With the white arrow. Said, yep, with the white arrow. Now yellow's dead. And now the girl's it's tr- trying to escape, despite... She's free. Yeah, despite the fact she's been shot with a rail, she doesn't want to die. So that instant kicks in. She's flying. Yeah. But she's, her, she's well, handcuffed she's still, yeah, to the she, rail yeah, of still a dugout. To, the, to him, yeah. And basically, um, what's her name? Mirai? No, her name. Oh, the little girl? No, the the Saki. Yeah, Saki. Saki's like, please, someone save her. Someone save her. Someone save her. And Mirai becomes Captain Savaho, and basically is that that's where the cliffhanger ends. Yep. And we're like, God damn it! That what a what a roller coaster though. What a fucking roller coaster, bro. This was just, this was just so good. Un, also, another unrelated thing. Didn't it feel a little bit like when they were doing like the switcheroos and the the, the deception? It felt a little bit like uh like JoJo, didn't it? Like you thought it was him, but it was really me. But yeah, it's not yeah. me. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it was I, Metropoli Man. <laughs> yeah, he he does instant transmission and all this, and now he gets double the wings, double the arrows. Oh my god, dude! Like this guy is a fucking slick son of a bitch, dude. Right? <sighs> okay. Good episode. Good shit. Looking forward to the next one. See how that cliffhanger plays out. Uh, now Platinum End. You already did Platinum End. We just no, we, no, sorry. Uh, Paladin. Far away Paladin. Far away Paladin. Let's do that one. Ah, if uh, I request, Gus got fucking clapped by Stagnet. If I, I can make a request, can yeah. we Finest Assassin, Second to Last, and Jobless Last? Yes, that was, that was actually going to be my plan. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I was I was saving Tense Day for last after that episode. Oh, god damn it. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. We will definitely talk about all of that. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Gus was really holding his own on uh, Stagnant, but Stagnant's like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> I and wait, no, but, you're, so, skip, you're skipping a lot. So basically... No, 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 they, they fought first. They fought first. No, they didn't fight first. So basically... Yeah. No, so, all right, let me break this. So 
Stagnant basically confronts Gus. Gus is shitting bricks. And he's like, you know what? I like your spunk, though, kid. He's like, you played your part well. He basically reveals, like, he his existence was solely to break Blood, Mary, and Gus of their existence yeah. the universe. Because the contract is as soon as you get... As soon as I, was you get like, I was getting to that. <laughs> no, you said he fought really well. Like, that's way later, bro. Well, I'm not... Because I say Gus fought him, and then Gus got clapped because he thought he killed him. Oh, you talking about Gus starting? Yeah, not not William. Oh, I f- fucking mixed them up. Yeah, I'm talking about Gus. Go man, go man, Anthony, go man, Matthew Kuhn. Get your shit together. <laughs> tired. <laughs> I know we're all tired. <laughs> but to- all right, I'll let you take over. Though I'll let you take over. All right, all right, my bad. Now that I fucked them up. All right, so all right, Gus- I forget you. Gus fucks up Stagnant, and he's like, oh, this is great. Like, you know, I, I'm glad I saved the day. And then Gus gets sliced the fuck up, and Stagnant's like, boy, if I didn't split myself into two entities before I came to visit you, I would have been fucked for a long-ass time. But now you're fucked, motherfuckers. And basically, so he slices Gus, tosses Gus a ghost to the fucking side like a piece of shit, and then puts a hole inside of Mary and fucking Blood's chest. And fucking uh, Will is just shitting bricks. He's shitting bricks. He's like, oh my god. And you know, he's like, and he reveals to Will, like, your sole existence was to basically take out, was to basically remove the ties to this to this earthly existence for Blood Mary and Gus. And you played your part fabulous. And again, fucking uh, Will is just shitting bricks, shitting bricks. And he's like, you know what? I like your spunk, kid. He's like, why don't you come join me? I'll give you 24 hours to decide. And he goes away. All right. And basically, Gus, I'm sorry, uh, Will takes Gus, Blood, and Mary back to the castle and helps them sleep. And he falls asleep, basically overlooking them. But he's wakes up and he's just upset. He's just very upset. He's very upset. And so when he wakes up, he, you know, he's upset. And uh, Blood says, talk to us. Why are you so upset? And so he reveals to the three of them, like, listen, I'm a reincarnation. I have memories of my past thoughts. And I don't remember my family. Or he's like, I I remember my mom, but I don't remember how she died. I don't remember if I even cared. And I love the three of you guys. I care for you so much. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm I'm trash. And they're like, no, you're fine. You know, you're going to do great. We believe in you. Go on ahead. They're like, no, I'm trash. Like, I've always been trash. I'm always going to be trash and Mary's like slap what five fingers say to the face slap slaps the fuck out of Will and basically says like listen you're an idiot shut the fuck up you're not trash we believe in you blah 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 basically gives him a pep talk makes her feel better like up stand up stand up and he's still crying stand the fuck up okay he stands up and like it was like bro she fucking chewed the shit out of that nigga so um she feels better and so they come up with with a plan basically where Will is going to fight uh, stagnant, and so he fights stagnant, fights him pretty decently, um, uses some trickery uh, as he pretends he's going to accept his offer, then tries to like actually, you know what? Yeah, tries to slice him. Um, but it fails. Stagnant calls up a uh, snake from under the ground, and uh, fuck it. Well, first off, I'm skipping the fact that he had to face thousands of undead, kills several hundred, but right. he, because the numbers become too much, um, he pretends to accept it. The offer, um, uses the, the sword that he received from blood. Slices stagnant up and stagnant's like, all right, this motherfucker summons the snake. Snake bites him. He goes unconscious. And as he goes unconscious, he heads over to the uh, the spiritual realm, basically. And we find out that this spiritual realm, he's been there before because this is where he came when he first was before he was reincarnated. And he sees, um, do you know the god, the, the goddess's name? Gracefield. Gracefield. So she he sees the goddess Gracefield. Gracefield is the god of uh, of death and life, basically, and reincarnation. Um, it's an a, a real deity. Um, and so 
she he has a conversation about the meaning of life and the meaning of death and you know making you know making things like better whatever and graceville asks like you know do you want to go back like i can you know this could be the end and you, you can live happily and he's like no i want to go back i want to save blood mary gus i want to live my life i'm content with my life i want to live a human life and she's like you know you're going to suffer a lot you're going to not you may not die a great death um you realize that right and he's like yes i'm accepting of that and they have like this powerful conversation about life death acceptance meanings of life and she sees a great power within him and says, you know, as long as you devote yourself, devote yourself to me, you'll have uh, the greatest power from me. Da, da, da. And she goes, yes. Like, are you sure you want to go back? Yes. OK, awaken. And he awakes and he devotes himself like the, as we've said in the past, he has to devote himself and and, uh, and uh, choose a God to, to be his blessing. He chooses Gracefield, the God of death and life, and he receives OP fucking power. This motherfucker is OP as fuck. Really OP, bro. Like, instantaneously kills thousands of fucking of undead, um, kills the snake, basically has fucking um, Stagnant on the ropes. He's right. on the ropes. And so Stagnant's like, all right, no, I'm good. And he disappears. And so uh, Will's like, oh, did I defeat him? Like, did he retreat? But uh, you can tell that he didn't really because the, the sky find still out. And then he puts two and two together and realizes... Oh fuck! He went to the castle, and that's where the episode. I believe that comes out tomorrow. Yes. No, Saturday. Saturday morning. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see how that plays out. Yes, I am too. Uh, very, very good shit. Uh, moving on. Meruko. Okay. Yeah, Meruko. Let's do it. Do Meruko because I like. We, okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Senpai is annoying, but we'll do that next. Okay. Uh, we meet Yuria finally. Yes, we do. And you find out that she wants to like be the successor to Takeda, which is that uh the fortune teller. Yes. And uh, she goes, totally here, here's these beads, go away, basically. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eventually we flash forward. That place is closed, and she finds try to find out why. It's because of Miko and Hana, because they were the last two customers. Mm-hmm. And we find out Yuria also sees spirits, but faintly. Around- Faintly, not... later on, but she sees small ones. Yeah, she can. Well, she can see small ones, and she can see bigger ones faintly. Because, like, the, remember, she was seeing the spirits, and they were they were the adult spirits, but they weren't like yeah, the she, humongous but, ones. Yeah, she yeah she, she saw like see, shadows. Yeah, she, she, saw, didn't, like, she didn't see the humongous one in that locker room. Yes, that will get to yes, yeah. yes, yes. But basically, now we find out that she wants to go after them now. Basically, let's find out what's going on. Like, why they? Like, why? Like, why she close up shop? Mm-hmm. So, like, what is it about those two? And then uh, eventually. Uh, Yuria goes to Miko to because she wants to confront her, and then he's trying to confront her about what's going on. And they're like, oh, like, yeah. and Yuria's kind of putting two together about Miko's like, hey, you can see them basically. So he try, so he try to go to like put her through a test, like, oh, here's money or bottle, like bottle caps for the little, the little ghost mm-hmm. that collect the shiny object. Th- that reminded me of, wasn't that like, uh, that was a theme in one of the things we saw, wasn't it? One of the animes from fairly recently. Which one? Where they had like, um. I swore I saw that. It was an anime in an anime that it was a theme rather in an anime I saw where basically like you throw like little pennies or you throw like things. Oh, Jojo. I'm thinking Jojo. (laughs) Do do you know what I'm talking about? Remember um, where fucking you throw like little pennies or whatever. And it was like one of the stands that loved like shiny objects and shit. Oh, Harvest. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Fuck Shigechi. Fuck Shigechi. Yeah. I hated him. I'm I'm glad he died. You know, he did good shit at the end, but fuck him. Oh, but <laughs> uh, anyway, 
Get him a Hesla. Focus, 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 man. Focus. Focus, focus, focus. Uh, Mika was still doing her best to ignore the, the little ghost and all that, trying to show that she trying to tell, like, hey, I don't see them. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're going crazy type of thing. And uh, eventually, you see this giant-ass ghost. Mm-hmm. And Miko realizes that Yuria really can't see it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she knows that like, she's the smaller ghost. So, like, that's why like, her, her power's kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So, basically, and she really can't take this ghost because it's, like, right in front of her. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, I have to do something. So, what does she do? Good old professional wrestling. Mm. Chokes, chokes Yuri out with the Coquina clutch. The Coquina clutch. The, the, hey, the, the Minoru Suzuki sleeper. Yeah, like, she's like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Trying to pull tricks on me? Like, she was trying to make small talk with uh, Yuria to ignore the ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, the ghost leaves, and then Yuria passed out. And then eventually, they, she wakes up in the uh, the nurse's room. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry for ch- choking you out. You know, Hana's like, did you try to kill another student? No. <laughs> but he's like, yeah. Uh, basically, says, basically, stay away from me. It's best that you don't talk about it. <laughs> And then fucking old girl's like, wait, did she say that she's gonna kill me if she ever, if I ever tell anybody what happened? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, after that, uh, Miko, you see Miko starting to walk home at night, and uh, she's starting to be delusional. She thinks whoever she thinks is a ghost is not really a ghost. She mm-hmm. saw someone sitting down by the stairs. She thinks it's a ghost, trying to walk past it, and then it grabs her. And then you find out it's an old woman. Like she lost her way home, and uh, she starts. She carries her to take her home. And during that, she sees a ghost again, mm-hmm. and he and he and he starts saying numbers. Mm. And uh, four, six. And then four, eventually, six. yeah, that eventually it led to another number or two. Four, and then, six. One, and then you find eight. out that the old lady was trying to open this combination of a lock. And then when uh, Miko said the numbers, it opened up. So there was, it was basically the ghost of her dead husband. Mm-hmm. And after that, she was like alive, like energetic type of thing. She got her memory back. Yeah, like she got she a memory back. Herself. She was like, yeah. she was happy. She was active. I felt that. That was so like. That, that was, was a sweet moment. I, mean, I was very surprised that the, that the ghost wasn't a uh, one of the nice white spirits. Yeah, that, that's that's why I'm really curious. About, like, what's going on with these actual the yeah. actual spirits? And at the end, the ghost yeah, he, he thanks her. Arika. and he walks away. Still black. And, uh, wow. Okay, racist. Jesus Christ. I'm, what the fuck? He's a black ghost. He's a black ghost and a white ghost. I'm telling you what the fuck is in the anime. <laughs> it's not like I used the, the N-word for the ghost. Yeah, don't. Don't. Please don't. Love God. White trash ghost. And you got that. <laughs> I, 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 Ethan, I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. Breaking news. We wish Ethan the Kohai the best on his future endeavors. No, no, you don't even get that. <laughs> you don't even get that. Just Ethan's been let go. <laughs> Goodbye. As long as I don't use the C word, I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. anyway, really sweet episode. Uh, we, de- we, we, get, we get scary, funny, fan service in the beginning, the middle, but at the very end, we usually get those very nice moments. What fan service do we get? But I'm saying in general, that, like, that's not the problem. We get either one of those three in the beginning. But the very end is always like this nice moment. Not all the ends are very nice. I'm about to say like, we get like something like emotional shine away from it, like like the cats, the father. That was if you notice that's so the the cats and the father were back to back, and then there wasn't really anything really nice about the the old scammer lady. I mean, she surprised her family by showing up, and she's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna be a scammer anymore." And I don't think that was nice. I was just like, yeah, yeah. And then we get another nice moment. So it's not yeah. always nice. The first episode is nice. But, but, but we get, but we get, Second, third episode but we get like nice. certain moments that like make people want to watch more of the show. For sure, that's the only reason. Honest to God, the nice reason, the nice moments are the only reason why I'm still watching the show. Like if there were no nice moments, I wouldn't watch. 
because the, the fucking ghosts just give me the heebie-jeebies. I see these ghosts and like I literally feel the heebie-jeebies. It's not oh, yeah. weird. like even with all the fucking fan service. Like I I watch hentai. I don't need to fucking see fan service in anime. I could just go before I go to bed like I do any other night and fucking pull up a fucking hentai, beat my dick, and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't there you need. Go fan service in, in anime like that so but you know the nice moment to watching it. anyway uh good shit moving on senpai is annoying yes this was cute it was a cute episode uh futaba was sick futaba futaba what the, fu- what the fuck is a futaba hey, she, she might be a tiny girl but she got a big dick that's what it's called futa big futa energy and big futa energy that's right <laughs> futaba got a case of the got a bad case of coldness <laughs> she got a cold she got covid Yep. So because of this, she got sick. She stayed home. I'm very curious to know. Side note, because I just said that. Will there be any animes that adopt COVID as an actual like sickness or like piece of a story? I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. <laughs> so you know the reason why I say that is because Makoto Shinkai is his his next movie is based off of a post apocalyptic like world where uh, a disease which is going to be implied as COVID has run rampant. He has basically right. said that, like he that COVID, like the COVID pandemic, inspired his next movie. So, but I'm very curious to know if an anime would actually specifically say like COVID nineteen has killed, or or, like, or does something else? Yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? Like I, I think COVID twenty. You know, I don't know. COVID twenty but, uh, killed my grandfather, and now I'm depressed. And I well, if she's fucking twenty, she's legal. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um. Uh, uh, Takeda walks into work. He's like, "What's going on?" Uh, Futaba is sick. He's like, "Don't you read the group chat?" He's like, "Oh, I don't have a smartphone." They have the work phone, which is basically the fucking Nokia brick. Yes. <laughs> no, those people last. They no, they do. They do. One of my first phones was a Nokia brick. Actually, that was my second phone. My second mine, phone was a Nokia mine brick. was the Motorola Razor. <laughs> No, so my first phone was a Nokia. I, my first two phones were Nokia's. My first phone was a Nokia flip phone, and then I moved on to the Nokia Brick. And then after the Nokia Brick, then I moved on to the Sidekick. And then from the Sidekick, I moved on to the HD Windows phone. And then from the HD Windows phone, I moved on to Samsung Galaxy. And then from Samsung Galaxy, I moved on to the iPhone 5, and I haven't looked back from my phone. Anyway, <laughs> so enough Fun about fact. phones. Enough about phones. Uh, Futaba was going to call OG-chan, the grandfather, the muscular... Green bearded grandfather. Is he like a biker gang member or something? No, what he is. <laughs> he showed him on a fucking motorcycle driving. He's, he's got he. All I know is he's got a granddaughter complex. It looks like. <laughs> Seems like it, right? What <laughs> What happened with her family? Like her mother, father. I, I, I don't know, but uh, she decides to not text him. He's like, ah, oh, like he'll actually come here. But she feels lonely. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, oh, I'm gonna go make dinner. Oh wait, I don't have food. I'm gonna go to the store. While she's like covered up, sick. And face she's mask like, and all. Yeah, she's getting to the door because yeah. she's really tired. And, and sick. then she opens the door and you see Takeda. And he's like, oh, he actually decided, he actually went to check up on her. So yeah. I, thought I that brought was you cute. some food and I brought you some energy drink. You should be fine. And then, you know, uh, Futaba, like, she's so shy and she struggles with it, but then blurts out, like, I'm sick and I don't feel well. It would be nice if someone could make me the food. And um, Takeda, like, looks at her kind of funny for a second and was like, okay, no problem. You stay in bed and he cooks her udon, yep. her favorite. Yep, and then uh, eventually her fever went down and it was enough for Takeda to leave. And he finds out that Futaba collects stuffed animals. <laughs> and likes stuffed animals. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, eventually he, he leaves work and then, Fu- then Futaba is eventually better and to repay Ta- Takeda, she gets, she gets him a smartphone. 
No, she doesn't get him the smartphone. He picks. He bought his own smartphone. She basically. I'm saying says, like, but she helps. Like she helps him pick yeah, it out. Yeah, she basically. Like, and the store owner's like, you you get a phone for your daughter. And fucking Futaba was pissed off. Oh yeah, she's, she's always pissed off. But uh, but during all this going on, uh, Natsumi, the friend, catches them together. Is like, I don't know what's this. Oh. Like, like you don't have someone, fucking liar. You're just riding that big chain. And boat. then yeah, uh, Takeda finally sets up his phone, and then we eventually find out that uh, now he's sick. No, so you're forgetting that you're forgetting that he took like five hours to send one text message. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's right. It took five hours to send a text. Sakurai teases Futaba like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Like, oh, nothing. Just waiting for something. Oh yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love. I just love her. I love how she's like, "Oh, like she knows like everything," and it's fucking hilarious. And I yeah, she she's easy to read. That's the thing. I know, and I love, love, love the the small interactions with Kazuma and Sakurai. I lo- I oh my I God. love the couple. I love them more than I love Futaba and Takeda. Oh yeah, I Sincerely. agreed, one hundred percent. Sincerely, that's my couple of the of the sh- of the shit, bro. For right now, yeah, definitely. Yeah, unless, for... unless something wows us beforehand, like Opai. Yes. Well, Futaba has no Opai because she's tiny. But anyway, but but no, Sakurai's gonna fuck Kazuma on the table. Oh God, I can't wait for that. <laughs> you know what? She seems like the type that would. Sure, be. She's like, I couldn't help it. It just happened. Yeah, and for other people that try to ask her out, right? They're being they're being cut. I you know no, but honestly, Kazuma is like is so cool with everybody there. He's so chill. Yeah. I think that there's not gonna be any real hate for him getting the fuck or yeah, no, he he's not like he's not treating like a competition or anything. No, while the other like, while the other guys are, he's just he's just being casual. Yeah, he's just himself. He's like like she likes me, like I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't control it. Doste! Fucking chimpo, bro. <laughs> Fucking chimpo, that's why. But now Takeda gets sick. And then he catches COVID. Yeah, and uh, Futaba's like, I no, for Sakurai it goes to Futaba say, like, Are you gonna take care of him? Like he did he's like, nope, I ain't gonna do I ain't gonna do shit for him. He could die. He could go die coughing If he dies, he dies. Yes, he could go die alone like I wasn't. And then and, eventually uh, and so fucking Takeda has the same exact issue. Like, I should cook. Oh, I've got nothing in my fridge. Yeah. yeah, he's been drinking beer. That's all he has. Yeah, he had a fucking open beer can. It's like, like oh yeah, that, that that's a good way to, to break to break the ice. Yeah, at least, you know, he had a nice TV. You saw he had a nice TV. Yeah, yeah. And now, eventually, he goes to the door. Futaba's there. Now she cooks for him. He's like, oh, I brought you food. You'll he's make not- a great wife. You'd make a great wife. And she's all happy. Or nice and thing. And then... As uh, what's it called? She eats. She makes the udon for him. Very nice. Uh, I thought, no, I thought he. I thought she made something else. It might have been something else. I don't know. So he I, eats, and it might have been just uh, ramen. Yeah, might have been ramen. But in any case, he eats the ramen. Everything's good. He falls asleep, and Futaba just starts like just staring at him, like you know, very cutely, like you know, just like oh, you know, look at my future man. Like he's so adorable sleeping. Yeah, when yeah but first she tells him not to tell anyone at work that she did this. Yeah, before he falls asleep. Yeah, and, and then he tells everyone. No, you're forgetting that freaking. <laughs> you're forgetting my favorite part of the whole fucking episode. So he's she's she's staring at him fall asleep, and she's like, oh, like you know, he's always had this chin hair, and she starts like touching his face and touching his chin hair, and she's like, ow, that's prickly, that really hurt, and. He, she wakes him up, and fucking Takeda is like, "What are you doing?" And fucking Futaba, like, ah, she panics, and, I gotta go. and karate chops his fucking neck, and he goes unconscious. 
fucking guy. I died. I fucking died laughing, Matt, when I saw that. He's like, karate chap! He fucking went limp. <laughs> and she runs away all embarrassed. Uh, oh, that was my favorite part of the whole episode, dude. Was he fucking uh, karate chap! Ah! <laughs> he fucking went past that. Definitely a Shindere. Oh, it was fucking great, dude. And then, yes, the first thing, don't tell anybody about it. And then he's like, oh, fucking Futaba came over and she cooked for me. And it was really cute and nice. She cooks like, really go well. Go fuck yourself. I'll kill you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. It was. It was. Right. And that's basically uh, the episode ends for them. Move it on. Uh, Act OP. God, visual. Fuck first, first, fuck. Anna, that is. Anna's got, definitely got fucking no shitty. Fuck, cake. Cakey. She's got definitely. cakey. She's definitely got the cakey. To Anna. Ah, uh, but, uh, what you call it? Germans are assholes in anime. What? Germans are assholes in anime. That's a, that's the common trope. If you're German, you're probably a piece of shit. Oh. Oh, you're talking, you're talking about Schindler, right? Yeah, the captain. Oh, that's man. Fucking Schindler. Of all the fucking names they picked, fucking Schindler. Yeah, fucking Schindler's list and all that uh, shit. Yeah, that's literally the first thing I thought. I was like, of course they picked the fucking Nazi name for the piece of shit. Right. Surprised they didn't uh, fight. I'm we're gonna see the fucking one of the lieutenants under him is gonna be named fucking Goebbels or something. Uh, let's call it Tact, Cosette, and Anne or Anna. Where uh, their their car broke down while a tire while flat tire. They're getting they're getting it was getting flat. They gotta go fix it, and then Cosette uh, goes on her own because of more D twos. Real quick before you continue, so you're missing that um that Tact. Uh, she asked Tack, like, Tack, change my wheel. And he's like, I don't have a talent for that. And she's like, oh, but I'm a girl and I'm tired. You should change the wheel. So as he goes to change the wheel, he kicks the fucking jack and the car falls off the jack. And it breaks. You didn't notice it, but it it, it bent the fucking uh, the axle of yeah. the car. But then later on, after fucking uh, Cosette kills the D2s, the car is running perfectly fine. She changed the tire in five seconds with the fucking axle broken, and it runs fine. She probably found a way. What? She found a way. <laughs> Bro, she just fucking hit it with her fucking giant ass. I'm like, oh, it's back to normal. I mean, if Peach could use it as a weapon in Smash Bros. Bro, she probably flashed the fucking axle, and the axle went straight. Ding. <laughs> I popped him. I popped Matthew. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I bought my co-host. That's uh, phrasing. Uh, anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, we see a train. It has... We see the train because Cosette, after she defeats the D2s, she lands on some train tracks. Coincidentally, when you land on train tracks, there's a train coming. And she doesn't know that, so she stays there. Yes. Oh, and, and by the way... Before we continue, we missed the beginning of the episode. The beginning of the episode showed um, the the captain in question that we were talking shit about a few seconds ago. Um, and she's he's got pictures of Tact and 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 Destiny Cosette. Um, and they're like, what should we do? Should we let the head uh, the head uh, maestro know? And they're like, no, we're not gonna bother him with this. Like, I we have our own way. And you can tell he's just very sinister. Um, Are you talking about Lenny and? No, you you don't remember the beginning where. Um, so again, they're basically at like the, at the, the train yard and there's like some underling, you know, to deliver the pictures and it's like, oh, should we let the head captain know? And, and Schindler was like, no, we're not gonna let the head captain know. I have my own way to deal. Um, and he's like, you know, plotting it out and we see the two D2s oh, okay. him and there's just, there's like various, like, looks like, uh, like, um, Polaroids of, um, of Cosette and Tact. And so they were planning to deal with them, I guess, on a later basis. I don't know. Coincidentally, um, again, Cosette lands on the tracks. The train stops. 
they look at the train and it says Symph- uh, Symphonica um, organization, whatever, right? right? And of course, who comes out of the train? But Schindler and his two fucking um, uh, music arts. arts. Uh, I don't know the other one's name. Uh, so you have Hell, which is yeah. this. Yeah, that, that's his actual and, one. Yeah, and then Wakure is the is the one that, as yeah. we find out later, yeah, doesn't yeah, have it sounds like Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah, it's Wakure. Um, while W A L Q R K and then U with the two dots, the German two dots. I forget what what that's called, but the two yeah. dots under the U and then R E Walkure. Um, if you were being German, right. <clears throat> but in any case, um, yeah, they come out and they're like, oh well, look what we have here. Like, oh, we're we're trying to get to there. They said that way. Hey, we're trying to get to New Orleans. Like, oh well, we're going to Houston. Houston's on the way. We'll give you a lift. Like, no, we don't need it. No, we'll give you a lift. So they managed to put the car on top of a fucking on top of a train track and they go through. And Schindler begins to basically question Tact and Cosette and Anna about what happened. And, but Tact realizes, like, you know, this guy's a dick. And yeah, so, so he doesn't. So he goes yeah. to, like, like, we don't answer anything. Yeah, Tact's a dick to him. And so they basically combine them to, like, a, to a sleeping cart um, and say, you're not going to move unless we move. And then uh, Cosette's staring out the window. She sees some flying D2s and was like, D2s, fucking smash! Like she always does. And then, we, the... and then we see Anna bent over again. Then we see Anna bent over again in that ass. That kicky. She's got the uh, best. But it's called uh, Destiny and uh, Valkyrie start fighting the D2s on top of the train outside. Which is pretty sick. Yep. Uh, I, think, uh, I think before that, though, uh, Hell goes to Kazette say, hey, can I have your eyes type of thing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Or, or, was, or was that after? Like, That's after. After, after the first wave. After the first That's after wave. That's after the first wave. That's after the first okay, wave. Okay, yeah. First wave happens. Destiny, Valkyrie. Yeah, they kill all the D2s. We see Valkyrie's really good. Oh, yeah. wow. Wild- Really and then good. we see Hell sitting around, like, oh, this is fun. Like, why aren't you doing anything? I wasn't ordered to. The only time I attack is if uh, Schindler is in danger. Yeah, basically, we find out from Walkyrie that that's her job, basically, is when yeah. she attacks when Schindler attack when Schindler demands or when he's in danger. And so, um, yeah, they continue on. And uh, part of Cosette, Cosette basically deals the final blow to one of the D2s and at the same time blows up a train track. And they end up being stalled out, basically. For a half a day. For a half a day in a beautiful canyon. Oh, yeah. um, beautiful canyon. As they're standing there, they're arguing about like, oh, whose fault is it? Like you're stupid, blah blah blah. And then a whole horde, a whole flock of flying D2s comes. And so Wakure and Destiny continue the fight. Um, and we learn and we see Wakure um it begins to be exhausted, like way more. Yeah. Like we and we find out that Wakure doesn't have a maestro. And if a uh, music card doesn't have a maestro, they use their energy a lot faster, which explains the correlation between Destiny and Tact and why Destiny continues to drain Tact's life force when the battles become more and more extreme, which right. we see occur almost to the point where freaking where uh, Tact is basically on the ground writhing in pain. And even though he's suffering and writhing in pain and you see he's the still blood, trying to, he's like... still like telling her what to do. And so... But eventually, like you see, like she's like missing, hidden rocks. But you find oh, out but, that was a plan. Yeah. So he says, like, oh, uh, she tells basically. So he's all fucked up. Wakire saves, um, saves Tak, and then Tak notices like what's going on. So Tak's like, a Destiny, shoot where I tell you to shoot, and starts pointing. And so he starts shooting rocks, shooting rocks. Wakire's like, are you fucked up? Are you are you stupid? What the fuck are you doing? Come to find out, it's to basically collapse the canyon. She collapses the canyon on the last bits of the flying D2s, and they save the day. Um, again, Wakire is exhausted. Tact and uh, Destiny are 
tired. And then all of a sudden, a humongous D2 comes over, like just shows itself. And they prepare themselves to fight again. And, and then ha- Hell's like, hey, can I have fun now? <laughs> and Schindler's like, you have my blessing. And fucking Hell is a goddamn psychopath and fucking kicks the fucking thing twice, full and force. That's it. And blows up the humongous D2 with two kicks. So it's to the like, well, thanks for coming. <laughs> and she's got rollerblades. Like, so we yeah, see like her, her weapon's a rollerblade. It's like a sword Walkiri or a gun. Has a sword, right? Well, Kira has a sword. I yeah. Think. Kira has yeah. a sword. Um, and uh, Destiny has a sword slash gun or knife slash gun. Yeah. And fucking Hell has some fucking rollerblades that are super sharp and so she kicks the fucking guy twice in the face and he blows up he she is op as fuck and so the episode god damn yeah but you know what's interesting is before before i move on um basically while cure and tact end up becoming like close they end up forming some respect amongst themselves after the fight when while cure recognizes tact as a comparable maestro um and i'm sure that'll play off later on but in any case the episode basically they arrive in houston and um schindler is like listen you know like that work you did back there was really good i like you would be perfectly competent like you know if you were in the if you were in the actual symphonica i want you to work under me talk like nah we're good fuck you and they all leave and this pisses off schindler schindler's like i'm never gonna forget the name talked uh whatever his uh, whatever his last name is i forget his last name uh Asa Asahina. Asahina. I was gonna say Anohana. Uh, yeah. Asahina. And then, and then Schindler tells about Valkyrie, "Fuck off now, you're done." Yeah, we don't need you anymore. She said, "Well, this ha- she te- he tells her that before the thing with Tak happens." But yeah, yeah, says the same thing. Basically, tells Valkyrie, "We don't need you anymore. You were just part of a plan. You know, goodbye. You know, yeah, we'll, it will drop so, you off here. So she'll probably join the group. She probably will, I'd imagine. Because I don't think the last time we'll see. No, I definitely don't think so. I agree. I so wonder if oh, Bakure also gets embarrassed when fucking Tak says, like, oh, you have a really pretty name. And it reminds her of, uh, ah, he said the fucking, um, the composer, um, Bach. Bach, right, Sebastian Bach. While Kure has something to do with Bach. I don't know if that's part of a composition that he made or anything like that. We should look that up oh. at some point after the show. But basically, basically, he says, Bakure and correlates her to Bach. It's really pretty. He says, basically, that's really nice. And she gets super embarrassed. Like, I guess she's never been complimented by a man before or something. She becomes super red-faced. And it was cute. And basically, the episode ends with um, Alice pulling an all-nighter because Takt and um, Destiny fall asleep from their battle. And they pass the fuck out. And so they're pulling an all-nighter. So, good-ass shit. Oh, very good shit indeed. If you've been diagnosed with lung cancer, you need a team of experts by your side every step of the way. With the largest and most experienced lung cancer team in South Jersey... MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper gives patients personal care, innovative treatments like robotic surgery, immunotherapy, and groundbreaking radiation treatment, all close to home. MD Anderson at Cooper. No one fights cancer alone. Appointments available in 48 hours. MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper. The first step of your electrical career starts at American Institute. American Institute's Electrical Trades Technology Program combines online theory courses and hands-on campus lab courses to give you the skills you need to feel confident in an entry-level electrician position and apprenticeship. Learn more at AITrainNow.com or call 888-215-9109. That's 888-215-9109. 